Hey, gearheads, this is Tom Myers, and I am currently trying auto fellatio. That is when you put your back up against the wall and you push your wiener as close as you can to your face. You know, like my comedy, only pleasurable for me. Anyway, here's an actual funny guy, not a piece of human garbage who is home on a Saturday night trying to kiss his own glue shooter. Blind Mike Geary. to see You're taking the subtle approach as always <laughs> yep <laughs> even even the, the, the fake audience seemed hesitant on that one but <laughs> yes we have a lot to get to today oh my god we have to talk about uh, a new rivalry is formed apparently i tried to keep the peace i thought i had a friend i thought we made memories but uh we will get into why my heart has been ripped out of my chest and <laughs> it is truly sullying the greatest night of my life <laughs> it's been tarnished forever and it's gone and i don't know what to make of it I'm, I'm i'm torn up inside we'll get to that in mere moments we have a lot of other stuff to get to as well but uh first real quick i wanted to give a, a shout out to uh the corn fairy tour and the broadcast that barstool is doing uh kirk's there obviously and that's the only reason i would have paid attention to it but i've been watching a bunch of the clips and they're doing what i've been saying for years like that's what sports broadcasting should be exactly it's just like a funny broadcast you have the stiff jake marsh doing play-by-play kirk antagonizing him the entire time <laughs> it's very funny and Riggs even saying funny stuff and well even like the one clip i saw where francis is like uh Kirk asked francis how much do you hate jake right now and in perfect golf broadcasting voice uh, it was, oh, do you hate more Jake or Normand? I think he asked him. And Francis goes, well, Kirk, I got to tell you, it's really neck and neck right now. <laughs> watching a putt going. <laughs> it's very funny. And the shame of it is my prediction as to what happens is like the PGA will look at that and be like, oh, okay, we should start doing things like this. And then they'll dip half a toe in by allowing like Riggs to interview a golfer at the U S open or something. Right. It, well, they're not going to really embrace it. It's going to be half-assed, you know? Yeah. Unfortunate. Cause it's very funny. I haven't been able to catch it and I went to watch the replay. That's the only thing I can complain about is that it's not anywhere. The, uh, the, the, the Kathy Cullinane line was Bob Euchre-esque. <laughs> <laughs> and it was very funny. Cause Kirk mentioned that, uh, you know, Kathy Cullinane dances at the Foxy lady, which we've all seen. And Riggs like tried to protect himself legally. He's like, well, we don't know that. <laughs> it was very funny. So, so check that out. Is today the last day or was yesterday the last day? Uh, I think today. Yeah. So check it out. Uh, the last day of uh, that broadcast, of course. Now for much more serious business. We have to talk about Tom Myers. Yes, we do. I think we've taken that as a cue. There we go. <laughs> I got it. Baba laughs. Baba happiness. Hello awkwardness. I'm going to see Tom Myers. Baba smiles. Baba happy times. Hello no punchlines. I'm going to see Tom Myers. 
That song doesn't need to be corrected because we won't be going to see any comedy of Tom Myers anytime soon. <laughs> this is truly a tragic event I'm about to tell you folks about. For anyone that's late to the party doesn't know, uh, exactly a month ago, I think, we went to see Tom Myers in Haver de Grace. We saw Dat Fan. It was truly a magical night. It's indescribable, really. We laughed, we loved, and frankly, for the first time in any of our lives, I think we truly lived. <laughs> Drew Peeballs and I were looking at condos to get in Haver de Grace, and we would be sensible. We'd Airbnb it out most of the year, right. but we'd carve out a few weeks for ourselves. Yeah, you got it. To really enjoy life. It was the, the, the smells, the sounds, everything. It changed me as a man. Yeah. I was romanced for the first time ever. You got to have someone to share that, that clam pizza with or whatever it is. <laughs> but the Haver de Grace Five, as we've come to be known, <laughs> could only experience joy for so long. Yep. Because now that event will forever be known as Heartbreak and Haver de Grace. <laughs> first, it was Dat Fan mm -hmm. trying to... who frankly, perpetrated his bigotry on us. I, I've had millionaire mogul Dave Portnoy throw a wallet at my face. And yet, truly, the only time I felt discriminated against in my life was when Dat Fan came after me, <laughs> pointed me out, not, not figuratively, literally pointed at me, used racism and hate to try and have me escorted out. Thank God for the ladies at the Haver de Grace Opera House for showing a little decorum and not removing me unceremoniously. But that was, you know, we were able to cope with that because we felt the nurturing embrace, or so we thought, of one Tom Myers. We thought we had a friend. And I have to say, Craig, you've heard... Uh, some of the stand-up we played. Mm -hmm. I think we're pretty goddamn generous in our review <laughs> of what we saw that night. I mean, saying that man was responsible for one of your, the best nights that you spent on Earth. I'd say, I'd say we, we coddled him in our review of the comedy <laughs> that night because wall-to-wall, -wall, it was a criminal assault. <laughs> That was the most brutal night. I mean, the, the atmosphere was lovely. But if you're analyzing the comedy, it should have been criminal what was happening there that night. It was worse than Jonestown. I wish there was poison I could drink. <laughs> Just in terms of the comedy. Well, But luckily, my brothers got mm. me through it. The laughs I felt with my brothers, the Hever de Grace Five. Mm. We really felt something. We thought Tom was in on that. And little did I know the type of complete fraud we were speaking to after the show. Oh, sure. If you tickle Tom's asshole, he'll, he'll be a politician. He'll be all well and good. He'll shake hands and kiss babies. Mm. But then you see the ugly Tom. You start to see, as my buddy Hackride pointed out, who Hackride, I wasn't sure at first. I got your back 100% on this one, buddy. Hackride astutely pointed out, that the guy that Drew Peeballs ran into before the show, the guy who pointed at his cell phone and told an adoring fan to essentially pound sand, <laughs> that, 
That's the real Tom Myers. Oh, yeah. I thought, you know, I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I said, Tom was obviously, he's a busy guy. Obviously, that was Hollywood on the phone. <laughs> Clearly, that must be, you know, Amazon Prime banging down his door saying, this Gaffigan thing bombed. We need you to save us, Tom. <laughs> but no, no. That was the real Tom who spits in the face of those who try and love him, try and, you know, raise him on their shoulders. So let's get into it. Let's tell the people why I'm so furious here. Uh, Richard Ojeda came on the program last week. Was that just last week? That was, we recorded, uh, it was last week's episode, but we recorded it almost okay. two weeks ago. Okay. Um, so Richard Ojeda was on the program. I mean, a more lovely guy you could not find. Oh, the best. <laughs> I think the, the video was deleted, so we don't have the clip. But uh, someone super chatted John and asked him. It might have been me. I don't think he was reading mine, but I did one around the same time. And uh, someone asked him, uh, how was your experience on the Blind Mike Project? And John goes, you know, I got to say, these are, they're getting a lot of positive reviews. Even Stuttering John has heard the feedback that Richard Ojeda <laughs> And Ojeda said, he goes, you know, man, I'll, I'll go on. I thought he was about to trash us like some less, dare I say, graceful people would. Uh, he goes, he goes, hey, man, I'll, I'll go on any podcast. I don't have a problem doing any podcast, but I got to tell you that blind Mike project, those guys were really great. They asked some, some great questions. And, uh, you know, I, I love those guys. I don't know if you said I love those guys, but that's how I felt it in my mind. Right. Richard was a peach. Now, can I say also, you said people were, like, criticizing us for laughing at Richard or something? Uh, not, not as much as enjoyed it, but I did see it. I mean, if you don't get what was going on there, <laughs> we're <laughs> laughing at him. We were talking right to him. He was... <laughs> The guy admitted to assaults. I know. <laughs> I know. How much more generous could we have been with the guy? I thought he was fantastic, and I thought he was completely in on the joke. Because mm. I asked him multiple times. I was like, Richard, do you know who we are? Do you know what we joke about? And, like, would we uh, talk about you getting angry? Like, all, like, I fully admitted who we were. And he's like, hey, man, I don't give a shit. Like, Richard didn't care. He doesn't take himself too seriously. He's awesome. Awesome guy. I'm just right from the jump. As soon as he hopped on before we started recording. Before we started, he's talking about Quincy with me. It was great. It was awesome. <laughs> so a more pleasant guy you, you will not find than Richard Ojeda. He's part of the family now. Will we still poke fun at him? Sure. Sure. But it'll be done with love. I think, it, I think Rich, Richard's our brother. You could argue that it was with love from the jump. It really always was. There were elements that I didn't understand. And I think talking to Richard now, we understand them a little better. Yeah, he's allowed to you speak. Know? And when he's not by himself, he can bounce off people. <laughs> yeah. So that gave me the idea that we got a lot of positive feedback from it. People seem to enjoy it. That gives me an idea. Mm -hmm. I say, you know what? We're about building bridges here on the Blind Mike Project. We're not like this guy, this guy, Carl, who's always trying to antagonize people. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We try to we try to <coughs> mend fences here, right? And so, I said, you know what, Hack Ride, great job booking Richard Ojeda. Mission number two, get me Tom Myers. Get Tom Myers on here. Let's promote him. Let's make the Tom Myers that we met that night, the Tom Myers that everybody knows. 
And that's when I learned that Tom Myers does not exist. Complete fraud. So let's go to the screenshots, Craig. Would you like me to read them off? If you would be so kind. So Hackride reached out. Yeah. And said, hey, Tom, my name is Hackride. He <laughs> okay. He, he, used, he used a different name, but I'm not sure if it's his real oh, okay, one. Okay, good. Thank you. Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah. Uh, I am an associate producer. My name is Hackride. <laughs> my name is Hackride. <laughs> uh, um, I am an associate producer for the Blind Mike Project. They were the group that came out to see you in Haver de Grace a few weeks back. This might be where we were in trouble. I told Hackride to do this. I said, introduce yourself. Like, say you're part of, you're one of us. Now, the reason I said that is because I thought Tom felt the love that we showered on him that night. Right. I didn't realize what's been going on behind the scenes. (laughs) Uh, Mike has been talking, uh, talking you up since seeing you, and we have access to a lot of downloads in <laughs> um, uh, around another amount of downloads on the YouTube. Uh, we yeah, okay, ha- don't get into don't get into the lies yeah, yeah. that he tells about how many yeah. people listen to this. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we have a pretty wide reach, and I'm a personal friend of Shuli. <laughs> what a weird thing to throw in! <laughs> and he also speaks super high of you. Ah, does the name Shuli Egar mean anything to you? <laughs> uh, oh, I think Tom did Shuli show. Okay, that does make sense. Actually, yeah. Uh, would you be willing to come on and talk to Blind Mike and promote your comedy to a large group of new people? I have direct access to Mike anytime. <laughs> that's terrifying. <laughs> and accurate. Uh, yes, that's the scary thing about it. Uh, and he was super excited when I mentioned I was going to reach out to you. We can do an online interview, no problem. We did one uh, last week with the Army Major Richard Ojeda. Uh, <laughs> Another weird... Imagine pitching this to someone. Yeah. Hey, I'm friends with Shuli Egar, and we've had Richard Ojeda. <laughs> uh, and it went really well, and he has really increased traffic to the major's website and podcast. <laughs> we have no idea if that's true. It's probably. <laughs> uh, anyways, thanks for taking the time to read this, and let me know when you have some free time for an interview, Tom. Thank you, Tom Hackride. <laughs> that seems to me very professional. Yeah, so far. Uh, I don't have an issue with that. Um, then, uh, he shares the YouTube video entitled comedian Tom Myers upstages. Okay. Well, that might've been a mistake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> comedian Tom Myers upstages dat fanning crushes oh, no, and have <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That was misguided. Probably. Uh, here is the segment after he came back from the show and screened that. Okay. Well, I'm maybe understanding this a little more. Yeah. That was probably a mistake, but all right. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, we'll gloss uh, over that real quick. Uh, from that show's thumbnail, we love you. Iso Doe is also a good friend of mine. Don't know who that is. I don't know what that means. Um, he Tom Myers then responds with a contact with his face and says, send your request to my agent, Lisa. <laughs> and here's her contact info and shares her. Hey, no mind. Yep. <laughs> now, that is... A cunt's move. Yes, it is. That is, listen, if you're, if we're trying to book Tim Dillon, mm-hmm. I, I get it. He's not going to be dealing with hack ride personally. I understand. Right. But th- I was at the show. Believe me. This is the equivalent of if like Menors reached out to me to do Mike and the Minifans 
And I was like, hey, go through Craig, you peasant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too big to be talking to you. You, you should. Um, who do you think you are? <laughs> Um, and it's not an agent. It's a friend you've convinced to field your phone no, calls. No kidding. Um, this guy's getting 10% of all your earnings. <laughs> uh, got a, a couple super chats here. Michael Redden, five bucks. Sorry I'm late. It's okay, Michael. Well, as long as you're ready for battle, my friend. Yep. Drew Peeballs, five bucks. Hollywood oh, Tom. Drew, I'm sorry. Yeah. He says Hollywood Tom. <laughs> Drew, you're the one I feel worst for. <laughs> I I apologize to you most of all. Suburban tug time, five bucks. Tom Myers is aligning himself with a known racist dat fan. It's all you need to know. Absolutely true. That's absolutely true. That is true. And uh, Justin Trudell, two bucks. Tom said to reach out and say we went to Maryland. He literally told us to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to tell you, I've thought more about it because at the time I was like, Ah, we've made fun of Tom before. Is it shitty of us to go to the show? And then it dawned on me at some point, like if some uh, minifan, if we did a live show and some minifan came out and was like, you know, Mike, I fuck with you a lot on Twitter. I came out to this event and it changed my opinion of you. <laughs> and we love you now. I, I, I would cry. <laughs> I'd be so filled with emotion. Right. So it finally dawned on me like, oh, we've been nothing but good to this fucking guy. Also, judging by what you said the audience looked like, and I know Hackride inflated the numbers to get him to come on, still thousands more people heard him that night because of oh, this show. Yeah, well, like, put it this way. Thousands of people do consume this program. There's no one that consumes that uh, of anything that Tom does, unless it's being played on this show, who are these podcasts, come town, whatever. If it's Tom on his own, people are not listening. I'm sorry to tell you that, Tom, but it's a fact. It's an absolute fact. The idea that you said to me, and I kept a straight face, I paid respect to you when you said this to me. But Tom said, you know, really, my, my shows are really all my fans coming out to see me. Oh, you mean us? <laughs> you mean us and literally no one else there, Tom? Come on, Is that Tom. what you mean? But, um, because if you're if Tom's not used to people being there, like kind of as a joke, then you don't have any fans. I don't know if you're aware of that, Tom. That's what your quote unquote fans are, is people that are there to make fun of you. We were different in the sense that you changed us. You changed our opinion of you. We thought you were a nice guy who was trying. Now <laughs> and we learned that's not true. Now I will say We've sounded mad at Tom so far this whole time, but we really haven't gotten to the reason why yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. Believe me. This I'm not offended, but yeah, it's it's silly. It's comical that he's like, talk to my agent. <laughs> but no, I have no problem with that so far. Uh, here is where he really steps on the uh, cunty gas, if you will. <laughs> okay. Uh, Hackride says, hey, Tom, I sent your agent the info and even told her we would pay. <laughs> I'm <Wait>. getting... <laughs> He never agreed to me, but I, I probably would have been willing to throw Tom a few bucks if that's what he needed for some reason. Like, I think it's wild that you're at the level of Tom Myers and you're going to charge people for a podcast appearance. The ego that that takes. I think Hackride was just going to pay for it himself. <laughs> he was. That's that's what Hackride is insane. Um, he is. I appreciate that he's willing to do that. He shouldn't. He doesn't have to. But yeah, I think Hackride was just going to pay Tom out of his own pocket. Right. <laughs> so 
You, do, Tom, do you have no appreciation for that, you fucking loser? You've done nothing. You are talentless. And we're reaching out to you to give you money again. Uh, I've already put money in your pocket. I'm trying to do it again. And this is the attitude you give us? Oh, man. Uh, so, hey, Tom, I sent your agent the info and even told her we would pay. And I haven't heard back. Come on, man. We are a growing YouTube show. This would be great for you. Anyway, I just wanted to let you know. Very nice email. Again, but even like, again, if we're talking to Tim Dillon, I might say, don't be so like, come on, man. We don't need to say that to him. But again, we are talking to an open micer from a suburb of Baltimore. <laughs> yeah. Tim Dillon coming on the show does nothing for Tim Dillon. Exactly. We should be begging him and, and treating him with respect. Tom Myers, we don't need to go through his agent, no. Tom. We're trying to sell you tickets in these dumpsters of Maryland. <laughs> sorry to bother you. Yep. Terribly sorry to inconvenience you, Tom, that I'm bringing people across state lines to see this horseshit. <laughs> and, and here we go. Tom Myers responds to this and says, she'll get back to you. I'm not her only client. F1. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's it's Tom. It's it's all the it's Tom Cruise. It's Tom Holland. Yep, all the Toms. <laughs> it's all the Toms that she's got. It's a lot of big. I'm sure it's C. Tom, is it CAA or William Morris? Will you let us know, please? <laughs> yeah. uh, and then Tom says, "FYI, using phrases like quote, come on, man, is not very professional. Just a life hack." A life hack to hack ride. <laughs> and coming from one. That's the, that's the humor that you get from Tommy. <laughs> to hack ride from one. It's a hack fest. Come, come on, man, is so appropriate because it's an exasperation. It's come on, man. I'm dealing with a guy whose podcast. Go to Tom Meyer's YouTube page right now, if you'd be so kind. Okay. Let's see. YouTube. Hack ride might have more subscribers. <laughs> he might. No, Tom might have a lot of subscribers because of Come Town again. Let's uh, find out. Let's see. Tom Myers. He has 1.73K subscribers. Okay, so come on, man. Stop playing hardball with me like you're fucking Louis C.K. And uh, just for reference right now, uh, his last video had 103 total views. Uh, there's okay. more people in here live right now, Tom. <laughs> Tom, we want you to talk to people, promote your stuff, promote the horrible political you sh show you do, where you make your friends sit there and giggle at your monologue. Promote away. <laughs> we were trying. <laughs> so, yes, come on, man, is the response you get when you're like, Tom, I shouldn't have to go through your fucking agent. <laughs> Who do you think you are? <laughs> this is the, if I went to a Mexican restaurant today and the, the, asked for a quesadilla from the waiter and they were like, talk to my agent, my response would be, come on, man. That's what you are. That's the level you're at. You're a Mexican right. restaurant worker, legitimately. Uh, so Hackride uh, is now following up because he hadn't heard back. It's fair. Uh, he says... Hey, Tom, sorry to bother you. Just wanted to let you know that Blind Mike is most likely uh, we'll be talking about you this Sunday. So if you want to tune in and check it out, 
A little intimidation. Um, <laughs> uh, we believe we're going to go over communication. So anything else you want to add before the show, let me know. Uh, that's interesting. That's an interesting approach by Hackride, and I think that's good because now you're saying it. The ver- we'll find out this guy's true colors. Yeah, we're about to literally everything you've just said. We're about to talk about. So do you want to come <laughs> or add anything to it? Is more yeah. or less. Okay. Um, so ha- uh, Tom says, uh, since he has aired pieces of my act without consent. Oh, I'm sorry, Tom. Is Netflix calling? <laughs> And were you saving it for the big debut? I'm so sorry, Tom. Now, if you remember, you cunt, <laughs> I said, please don't air anything of Tom's that he doesn't want out there. We played a joke that he's posted before mm-hmm. to his social media and his podcast. So we played a joke that he's done that's out there publicly, and we played the response that Tom got to show how much love and adoration was in the audience that night. Right. I'm so sorry, Tom. Does that ruin it for when HBO comes knocking? <laughs> Spoil my material. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were really banging on... Oh, we won't on... get to see the ass, dick, dick, ass bit again. It's been ruined. <laughs> ruined. He still got... Oh, no. He still got bong hit transplant. He just got to make different things that are on the counter, and he's got it. Oh, God, the surprise when he talks about Maryland drivers has been ruined by this show. <laughs> we don't know what his take is going to be. Right. Um, since he has aired pieces of my act without my consent, and he's going after Dat Fan, who is a friend of mine. And, and this is where <laughs> I smell trouble. Yes, yes. And yes. I want to give Tom a little of the benefit of the doubt here because I think this monster, this coward Dat Fan is working behind the scenes. <laughs> this is my favorite sentence, though, this next one. <laughs> he said, uh, so uh, who's a friend of mine? And couple that with your unprofessional demeanor, including, quote, come on, man, which I've never heard in my dealings in California. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Because <laughs> Hackride, Hackride, I don't know if I, I maybe I missed, I didn't read that sentence, but Hackride's yeah. like, dude, that's just what we say in California. Like, ah, come on, man. colloquial thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's like, I've never. Hackride's basically, said, and he apologized. Yeah. I, I saw, he goes, hey, I'm sorry. It's like a colloquial, like, ah, come on, man. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to be rude. Hackride was explaining what he said. Right. Now, Tom has to unzip and pull his big meaty cock out <laughs> and say, I've actually been to California before. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, read that sentence again. Um. Uh, since he has aired pieces of my act without consent and he's going after Dat Fan, who is a friend of mine, and couple that with your unprofessional demeanor, including, quote, come on, man, which I have never heard in my dealings with Californians, and I've dealt with a lot of them. <laughs> I've dealt with a lot of them. Whoa! <laughs> oh, oh, Tom, have you been to Los Angeles? <laughs> Tell us about it, Tom. What's it like? <laughs> what are the big, bright lights like, Tommy? Uh, <laughs> Did you go and see the Hollywood sign? Uh, you mean you've been out to ca- California? It'll be, How did you get there, Tom? The, the, you know what we should do? We just send Richard after Tom. <laughs> New friend beat I'm up. feeling a cartoon at some point, maybe doing exactly that. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> and I've dealt with a lot of them. And lying about offering pay. Do you think I don't talk to my agent? I will respectfully declare because because he didn't realize that Hackride offered to pay Tom, not 
pay Tom through his agent. So he's like, you don't think that she didn't. He said that uh, you didn't offer to pay. I checked. We're offering now. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> right. <laughs> he goes, do you think what I don't talk to my agent? Tom, it would be a lie if we if you did the show and we didn't pay you. That would be the lie. Literally. We're saying we'll give you money. It was literally two messages before this one. <laughs> hey, Tom, how about money. taking into consideration the money I wasted on tickets for this horse shit? <laughs> the, I mean, Call to wash. wildly overpriced tickets. 40, 40 bucks, right? I've paid less to see Shane Gillis, Mark Normand, Tim Dillon, Sam Marill, four <laughs> of the biggest comedians in the country. I think I've paid less to see them. You know, and they don't realize too, if they made those tickets five bucks, you might've got a lot more people there and made more money. <laughs> think about that guys. A little quick math. Um, let's see. Do you think I don't talk to my agent? I will respectfully decline your offer. Thank you though. And best wishes on your endeavors. Whoa! Yeah, that, that, that's what we thought, by the way. Tom probably is so busy, he doesn't even talk to his agent. That's what we thought. <laughs> that's how WWE fires people. Good luck on your future endeavors. That's what they say at the end of every email. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Tom, do you not understand like what a loser you are and that you're laughed at everywhere you go? <laughs> and we were trying to foster a place where the one show that talked about you without a fucking smirk on their face was going to be us. Okay. We were the one people, the one, the one group of people that weren't going to humiliate you every time we spoke about you. And now you've got nothing. Nothing. Now, I mean, WATP will make funny here and there. We'll make funny here and there. Mm. That's it. You got nothing, Tom. Nick Mullen doesn't talk about you anymore. That's all you had. You are a loser who never understood how good he had it. Like this is exactly this is exactly what he did to Luis J. Gomez, where Luis tried to book him on Skanks when all that shit was very popular, and Tom tried to weasel like a Skank Fest appearance out of him and tried to. And at the time, I didn't quite understand like why Luis didn't just give in. And now I get it. You're not going to negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> it's fucking crazy that Tom has this ego on him. I know, I know. Uh, Mike from Providence, uh, a blank $2 super chat, followed up by a $5 super chat with words. And he, said, <laughs> he says, okay. F, F him. Tom Myers is way better as an enemy than a friend. Well, we found that out, Mike. Yeah, I tried. Believe me, I tried. <clears throat> but there was just, some people are just ungrateful. And now we get to the real issue and that's that dad fan has clearly been working on the behind the scenes. Did I not call that yesterday before these messages existed? You absolutely did. And what's sad, what's truly sad is I have the self-awareness to admit that a man that's been in standup for a quarter century should be able to look at me and Craig making fun of him. And destroy us. I know. What do you, is there, you think there's no material here on the Blind Mike project? There's nothing you can go after? Yeah, no. And yet instead, you run in fear. You block everybody that all they did is put a cane emoji on your fucking ins. Hey, have you ever heard of the algorithm dat? God forbid you get a few comments on those horrible posts. <laughs> you don't know how to clip them. You have half a sentence yeah. on your stupid Instagram. And we're boosting those posts by commenting on them. You delete them, block, and run scared. I know. And so I was willing to 
I was willing to to go under the assumption that dad just didn't know what was going on and panic. Like, what the fuck is this? And maybe overreacted or something. Now we know that he's been talking to Tom behind the scenes. And he's like, this, this guy was mean to me. <laughs> he was mean to us at the show. We treated you better than anyone has ever treated you, you in your life. You don't understand how good you had it. No kidding. Um, $2 super chat from Justin who continues to pay the show for some reason. Please stop it, Justin. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, these messages are like daggers through my heart. That's And that's where a lot of this comes from is not anger, but hurt. Is that we had such an experience that night. You heard it in my voice. Go listen on the Patreon. Widemike.net, folks. Reimburse me for the money I've wasted on these assholes. <laughs> Uh, in the comments, it's not a super chat. Uh, Christopher K says he's looking forward to the Tom Myers. Why are you laughing episode? There's a few on the Patreon. So if you're not there, go find them. Also, you don't have to shame him by saying it's not a super chat, no, but it's, we'll a, no, no, it's a great, it's such a good, it was such a good comment. I had to read it, it transcended anyway. The, the yeah. Chat. Yeah. He didn't pay me to say that. <laughs> um, yeah. So just, Justin's absolutely correct. That's what hurts most of all is we tried to love you. And I spoke to Justin on the phone about this, and we both agreed that this is what we were expecting from Tom. Have you uh, have you read Hackride's follow up to that yet? Uh, no, I don't think I have. I have it. If you'd like to hear it, well, let's hear it. Um, he says, "I'm sorry to hear that, Tom. I don't know who you talked to, but your agent never reached out, and I am prepared to offer you two hundred dollars for the interview." I would have offered uh, you that immediately, but you said talk to your agent. Again, I apologize for that phrase, but that is really uh, a reason. to Is that really a reason to cancel the show? We're going after Dat. This is true, but only because he tried to kick Blind Mike out for laughing at your jokes. Yes. Um, and if you have a problem with that, confront us. Come on the show and call me an asshole. Call me a hypocrite. Call me out. What's wrong with that, Tom, you pussy? Um... The two hundred dollars is still on the table. Your agent is a joke. Quit being well, a. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We've lost a little decorum. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you know, he he took. I understand. He took four punches to the face before biting back. He said, well, you uh, know, I, that, "That's I'm glad Hackride did that actually because I was about to say shame on Hackride for treating this man with any dignity." Yeah. Uh, you know, so I'm glad he threw that in there. He said, quit being offended. I'm more liberal than you could ever be. <laughs> he then says something. It does take a weird turn at the end, but I'm, I'm for it. Yeah. Be a comedian. God damn it. I <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. <laughs> the professionalism has gone out the window. Okay. So this is the last line and it's definitely no better. Uh, okay. I respectfully do not accept your respectful decline. You can act like a man. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter with you? <laughs> you can act like a man. <laughs> well, good for Hackride, because enough getting pushed around by this pig. No kidding. Fuck him. If you're excuse me, I need a sip of water here. I'm getting choked up. Getting all fired up, getting riled. <laughs> if you have such a lack of confidence in your comedic abilities that you can't come on with us and give us shit, even sneak attack us if you want. Take our money. Take the $200 that we're apparently going to pay you for some reason, <laughs> which I don't know where that number comes from. It's not worth $200 to me to have Tom Myers on by any stretch. I think uh, Hackride just found an old coat and there happened to be 200 bucks cash <laughs> in it. <laughs> we probably lose money having Tom Myers. It probably gets less views than a regular episode. Honestly, 
Probably. Because we're not talking about as many different subjects if we have Tom on. Well, now now it would probably do really well now. But Maybe now, yeah, but, but yesterday it wouldn't have. <laughs> no, nope. So have some fucking faith in your comedic ability as a guy that's been doing it for 20-plus years, mm. and Dat Fan's been doing it even longer than that. If you guys had any confidence in yourselves, maybe you could come on and, and fuck with me. But instead, you know, deep down, you know you're a fucking joke. You know you don't have any material. You know you're a loser. And you act like you have these egos. Dad acts like, oh, I don't even know what city. I'm too big for the city I'm playing tonight. And Tom acts like this high and mighty, you know, high-minded political connoisseur. But deep down somewhere, they might not even know it, but somewhere their subconscious knows that they are hack, unoriginal losers that don't have the ability to let their comedy do the talking and let their comedy defend them. Blind Mike firing shots. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> uh, damn. I hope they respond. They won't. It's unfortunate. It's a, I, Honestly, it's sad because, like, I'm a, you could easily take me down. I get flustered easily enough. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there's plenty of material to go on making fun of me. And so it's like, uh, it's, it's shameful, honestly, <laughs> that a comedian that's been doing it for that long doesn't have faith in their own ability to go to, instead you bitch about money and say, talk to my agent, Tom, it's not your agent. It's a, it's a, a co-manager at the restaurant you work at. I like to think he's got two desks and he just turns around and throws a wig on and answers emails. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's agent. It's like fucking uh, Saul Goodman pretending he has an assistant. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, you've reached Hamlin, Hamlin McGill. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, it's so uh, Tom's enemy. Da- well, we have some of death's stuff, right? Oh, we sure do. I mean, how could a guy like this not be confident enough to go back and forth with me? He's obviously got some cutting material we have uh, uh two we have some stand-up and some other thing that is the dumbest post i might have ever seen what would you prefer to start with well let's play a stand-up because god forbid i protect any of that now <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right let's pull but you know up. what I, yeah i guess i aired material without your consent uh, listen i know you wanted to say well tom we will enjoy it just as much in the Netflix hour as we enjoyed it the first time. Believe That's me. True. That's true. And I mean that quite literally, Tom. Hear me on every level when I say we will enjoy your material just as much in the next hour you put out as we enjoyed it live in Haver Grace. We I swear to you. We were talking about um, on, on our Quincy episode, which you can find at blindmike.net uh, every Tuesday, Tuesday, excuse me. Uh, yes. We were talking about uh, having basically like a Quincipalooza. And one of the ideas we threw out was going camping and bringing a projector and having like a festival of some kind. Yes. Um, if Tom Myers gets a Netflix special, we can throw Quincy right in the trash and go do that. We'll be watching, we'll be watching oh, over and over again. Yes. <laughs> 24 hours. We will go watch. We will do the same thing, but with Tom's uh, stand up special. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and that's the thing is like we wanted to support you so i'm sorry we aired your uh material without your consent same to dat terribly sorry for spoiling all the surprises you packed in oh who knew dat would do a korean accent oh my god i never saw that coming didn't didn't know that was on the table <laughs> so instead let's see vietnamese accent i apologize uh instead let's see what dat posts dat says hey guys don't play the material without my consent. 
see what I post on my social media. This should be a real doozy. Right. And it doesn't have us muddying the waters. It's not us putting our evil spin on it. This is what <laughs> Dat wants out there. Um, you don't have to go see Oppenheimer. All you have to do is go to a yoga class in Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll meet all kinds of people with theories on how flat the earth is. It's a really it's a wonderful place. All right. All no right idea. Go ahead and bring up our- I don't mean to shit on this lady. <laughs> this is just who's bringing down on stage. What the fuck does that mean? In all, I mean, we're going to get to it. Is Oppenheimer about flat earth? I, like, I get the, I get the, it's about the atomic bomb. I suppose I get the analogy, but. Is that after they go off, it flattens everything around it, maybe? I don't know. Yes. That's a real stretch. That's a real fucking stretch, though. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> but uh, as we find out, there seems to be reasons that he kept this part of the video on. <laughs> yeah. Well, this lady should be headlining, as we're about to find out. <laughs> theories on how flat the earth is. It's a really it's a wonderful place. All right, all right, I'm going to go ahead and bring up our next comedian. We've been waiting to see him for so long. Originally from San Diego, now out of LA. Please welcome Dad Fan. Hold on. His credits, his credits are where he's lived. Yeah, he also is probably furious because she didn't go, you're headliner for the night. Yeah, she didn't mention last comic standing for the millionth time. <laughs> Which, good for her. Remember the thing from 20 years ago? <laughs> oh, you don't? <laughs> why, why am I getting all these blank stares? You don't remember? <laughs> the summer of 03? <laughs> yeah, last time he was a big comic, Ska was huge still in the music scene. Yeah. That, that's, that's a great promotion. So if you've ever been to San Diego or Los Angeles, you may have bumped into this guy at a laundromat or a restaurant or something. That he'll tell you his family owns and then make fun of them. Ah, yes. What a stereo. That, that, I didn't even mean that. That could be fun. <laughs> Hell yes. Even for Summer Austin. She is, she is pure liquid, you guys. She's just, I like her. Yep. So uh, I don't know what that means, but I can only take that as a she's disgusting joke. She's a sweaty pig? Yeah. And now, hey, it might be referring to something earlier in the set Maybe. and you, like something like we did, you would know that because we gave proper context for everything. But dad in his wisdom said, I'm just putting this out. I'm giving no prior. No one mentioned sweat or water or being wet or moist. No one said anything like that. So this is all, all the context we have. Sorry, go back just a little bit. I don't, I, I, kind, that's words. I was kind of hoping like he came out with the, where's your house key joke. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Michelle Wojciechowski. Like, where's your house key, everybody? <laughs> Everyone's like, huh? She, he's like, yeah, don't worry about it. Come on, you know. <laughs> she is, she is pure liquid. You guys, she's just. I like her. I like her biology, anatomy. You know, she's one gallon away from just being a, a Star Trek liquid person. I don't even know. Right down the cold piss. You don't even know. The- Name of that alien is? I don't know. Give it for a bouncer? Look at yes. He can bounce anything but condoms. That's very nice. What? <laughs> what does that mean? And then that's it. It's just over. Nope. There's still more. You want to keep going? Um. Yeah. I wanted to play it all the way through so we don't step on it. Oh, okay. Let me. I want to play Dad's show so you can understand. This is what he put online. We're not tampering with this at all. all this right. is a TikTok post of his. All right. I start. I rewound it. I'm just gonna let it rip. All right. 
Give it for Summer Austin. She is she is pure liquid, you guys. She's just I like her I like her biology, anatomy, you know, she's one gallon away from just being a, a Star Trek liquid person. I don't even know right down the cold piss. You don't even know what the name of that alien is? I don't know. Give it for a bouncer? Look at yes. He can bounce anything but condoms. That's very nice. <laughs> I have uh, my friend Madeline who's watching the show. She goes, what show can I watch that will gauge you guys? I go, uh, the show that we haven't seen each other for two months and we have no idea what the fuck we're doing. That's that's the perfect show to watch. I don't I don't know how to run a show. It's just the cameras on Josh Dreeben the whole time. Why, why'd you stop it there? I didn't. I said don't stop it halfway through. I, I didn't do that, sir. What the fuck does that mean, Dad? I don't know. I do oh, not know. Wait, what shows have you been watching? I've been watching the show where we haven't seen each other for two months. Boy, Tom's rubbing off on this guy. <laughs> so that brings me to a, a super chat. Uh, well, Booler sent $2 for forgot to write a message, but then uh, Drew, Drew P. Balls. Who is more talented, Dat Fan or Tom Myers? Oh, interesting. I think that's an easy... easy. I, I have to go with my... I have to be true to myself. I can't let emotion affect my morals here <laughs> Tom <laughs> <laughs> I think it's not even close yeah Tom at least Tom's more bong hit transplant is more original than whatever the fuck we just dad literally gets on stage you heard it there and is like whoa isn't it isn't it weird that we're here <laughs> No, <laughs> I planned on coming and paid for a ticket. <laughs> that's Gat's whole act. He's like, whoa, I don't even know what's going on. There's a guy over here and there's a lady over there. Dad has yeah, all of a yeah, sudden. Dad, that's what an audience is made up of. He's all of a sudden got female open micer energy. Like, I don't even get it. <laughs> it's ever, I mean, we've watched this TikTok where his whole bit is like, I'm going, I'm going to Bing, but uh, well, I don't even try. I don't even know what city is it. Binghamton. Is that where I'm going to be? It's like, yeah, great promotion dat. <laughs> so we, not only are you disrespecting the town you're playing and we don't know where it is. Yeah. To be fair though, a lot of comics will forget where they're at and it's, and it's usually because of shows overloading. Like they have so that's many not what shows. I'm talking about. He's You'll doing Bert Kreischer <laughs> going on his Instagram and go, where the fuck are we? At? <laughs> is it pronounced? Atlanta, Atlanta? I don't know where. Where is that? What? What is that? A city or a town? Well, when you got your face buried in map books for like four months straight, and you <laughs> you forget where you're at, and he's like, ah, shit. <laughs> oh, that's the great thing that I think we're about. That's the other TikTok we have, right? The uh, fruit one. Yeah. So yeah. there's a there's a lot going on here. <laughs> First of all, this was a big a big focus of his act was the tour that he was on. And if you go to his social media, that's all he's talking about is this tour. And then we learned, we played a couple of clips on uh, WATS, Thursdays at 6, on the Who Are These Podcasts YouTube channel. Um, we learned that Dat's big tour that he was talking about, he kept saying, like, I'm on tour, I'm in the middle of a 60-day tour. 60 days, 60 days. We learned it was eight shows. Yep. That's not a tour, Dad. That's 
That's sad. I mean, tell you, yes, if you get in your car and drive around the country because you can't afford a plane ticket, so mathematically you fuck up and waste more money on gas for some reason, Did, then yes, I suppose it's a tour. It's more of a caravan, really. But Were these eight weekends in a row? I, well, it was 60 days, so I guess technically, yeah. Like you, you call it a mini tour. You can call it a mini tour. No, it isn't. It's eight shows. I'm I'm trying to play devil's advocate here. I don't know. <laughs> you, Tom, you easily could have gone home in between these shows. You don't think? Uh, you don't think that Opera House and Haver de Grace? No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, I don't think Dave Chappelle is like. Whew, I'm wiped. Eight cities in sixty days. <laughs> I mean, I've heard. Listen, I've heard Ron White say he does like two hundred and something shows a year. And I thought that was a lot, but then I crunched the numbers and I said, yeah, Ron, but have you done eight cities in 60 days? I think not, my friend. Uh, I doubt it. Um, a $2 super chat from Drew Peanuts. Oh, we got Drew P. Balls and Drew P. Nuts here. Yeah. Uh, Craig, you incorrectly called me Drew P. Balls. <laughs> Oh, okay. Maybe Drew Peebles is not here. <laughs> I see there's a battle. Uh, my fault. I just quickly glanced. Yeah. <laughs> Ray DeVito-esque touring schedule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy, he's booked solid. We probably can't get him on the podcast either. Well, but. Um, All right. So, yeah, he's been in these eight cities, and finally he returns home. Now, obviously, his millions of adoring fans we're like, Dad, you got to tell us what's the first thing you're going to do when you get home. And fear not, folks, because he po he said the kids are going to want to see this. He went right to TikTok. I know this is hard to believe, but oh we actually God, have, we have grapes in the backyard. Get the fuck out of here. I can't oh. believe Tom, oh my God. I mean, Dad, whatever your name is. It's tomato, tomato. <laughs> not only can I not believe it, I refuse to believe it. I can't. I can't wrap I, my head around it. I fucking refuse. How dare you try and get me to believe that? Grapes in the backyard, Dad. You live in a tropical... He lives in a tropical area and he can grow grapes? You live, you live in the nicest place in the country and fruit is growing? I don't think so. You're, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> That was, that, that was it. That was it. That was the Play whole. Play again. I don't believe you. <laughs> that was the whole video. Play it again. I know this is hard to believe, but oh we actually God, have we have grapes in the backyard. They're actually really tasty. I like the wife advertising. Like they're gonna get into the grape business. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna start a vineyard here. Mmm, good grapes. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah uh, twelve gauge toothbrush <laughs> says it's his neighbor's grapes growing over the fence. He's stealing them. <laughs> uh, and that's why I want to tell you guys to come on down to Dat's grapes. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy isn't working out, so I've been stealing my neighbor's grapes and selling them. Dad's grapes. Mmm. <laughs> well, Dad did grape our ears that night. He sure did. <laughs> He's a full-on grapist. <laughs> uh. What? Why? What goes into a mind that posts that for the world to see? Like, hey, guy, guys, <sighs> remain calm. I don't want you tipping over cars and setting them on fire. You know, I don't want you punching your neighbor. Like, just try and remain calm. But I do have grapes in my backyard. <laughs> I didn't realize this, though. I, I don't know if I've told you this, 
uh, I kind of ashamed of myself. I have tomatoes right now in my backyard, and I haven't posted. Go about film it, asshole! I can't believe I didn't post about that sooner. Are, are your kids TikTok stars yet? <laughs> <laughs> There's also zucchini and cucumbers, and I just, I just, holy shit! I just, I just let it just go right by. All right, guys. Well, you know what to do is uh, post grapes on everything Dat posts from now on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll be more subtle. <laughs> than the blind guy. We're, yeah, we're now moving to grapes. <laughs> dad is the grape comedian. All right, and the, we can write hashtag grape dad's uh, threads. <laughs> that's, that's what it's called. Grape dad's threads. <laughs> <sighs> well, fuck these two idiots. I mean, Jesus Christ. We're losers. <laughs> oh, dude, I have lettuce back there. I really let this slip through my fingers. The stardom I could have had. I know. All right, guys. Next, uh, our first, uh, next gearhead meetup. We're gonna go to Craig's backyard <laughs> yeah. and look at his his fruit. Ironhead's veggie stand. <laughs> <laughs> look at all of this. I could feed most uh, of you. Can we put it on Patreon? I don't want to put it out there like for free. Yeah, I want to just give that to people. That's true. I'm gonna, that's what I'll do. I'll post random randomly on the Patreon for the ten dollar tier. Just pictures of my garden. <laughs> we could we could grow cucumbers. That could be like an Alec Baldwin <laughs> reference, kind of. That'll be fun. Yeah. 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 You know, I'll just take a picture pointing a gun at my garden. <laughs> that's the Alec Baldwin <laughs> one. <laughs> ah, Jesus Christ! What a couple of losers! Like literally. And here's the thing is we're the last resort for them. I, again, I don't have the ego that these two retards have. <laughs> First, Nick Mullen tried to give Tom a massive platform. Like they were going to pay him thousands to come on, come town mm -hmm. and just kind of have it out. And again, Tom would have had his chance to destroy Nick Mullen. If he wanted to, he wouldn't have been able to because Nick's a brilliant comedian and Tom's a moron, a blithering moron. <laughs> so it would have, wouldn't have gone well for Tom, but he had the opportunity. Next you have WATP. I, they don't have the audience that come town had at their peak, but that's a pretty big successful show. Dad squanders that and calls him podcast. Karen. Oh, what a hilarious dig. <laughs> nice job, Tom. I don't think Carl's been the same since since you called him Karen. That was a great, that was a great, a, a great finishing blow. Did that? Did that stick like uh, Carla? Yes, I think it had as much staying power. Yeah, as uh, the flamboyant wood paneler. <laughs> <laughs> but then you get all the way down the rung to us, and we try to extend an olive branch. But Tom has such an ego. Like I wonder what he sees when there were. When there was a, I, I would say, I mean, if I'm being generous, a quarter full show that we were at, like, does Tom hear a stadium full of people chanting his name? You were loud Is enough. Is he that delusional? You were loud enough. We were pretty loud. Um, Justin. <laughs> but, that, but when we're not there, like, what is yeah. he hearing? What does he think is happening? Uh, Justin, another $2 super chat. Uh Okay. Now he's doing it to troll me. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, all time sketch, the grapist from Whitest Kids You Know. That's true. Funny sketch. Well, I think it'll be remade with Tom Myers in cartoon form at some point. Yes. Yes. <sighs> so I'm glad we had Hackrod had a tough week. Hackrod was going through something. I don't know what it was, but he was like, he was coming at me in a weird way. Where uh, I think that's how he, he talks. Was, he was messaging with me and like, he, he told me that he, um, 
he messaged with Ojeda and he mentioned something to Richard about like coming back on in September. And he sent me a screenshot, which I can't see. I don't know if you guys know I'm legally blind. Um, I think we mentioned in the name of the program somewhere. It might be, Um, but it's subtle. So I don't know if people can tell. Um, So I I couldn't see the screenshot. He said, I don't know the context, but he goes, uh, I mentioned something to Richard about coming on September. I reply, uh, just don't make any promises. And in my mind, all I mean is like, don't let Richard expect to come on because I don't want to have him on again that quickly. Right, right. Hackred responds, relax, man. You don't have to treat me like an asshole. Have him, don't have him. What do I care? And I was like, what's... And so I messaged him a couple times and I'm like, did I do something to you? I love the correspondence between you and Hackride. It's always up and down. I'm a battered wife. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. He's like, relax, buddy. (laughs) But now I realize what was weighing on him was the... Tom Myers. (laughs) Tom Myers pushing him around. (laughs) He was taking that frustration out on me. So I understand it finally. Um, Well, speaking of Ojeda, there was uh, two things I did in the interview that... uh, uh, you said, I wonder if people are going to see them. <laughs> you noticed, huh? <laughs> uh, I didn't, I still don't know what they are. So I'm just curious. Oh, okay. I think I know oh, one. Right. I think I might know one. I one. I don't know what the other one was. Did I say there were two? You said multiple. So I assumed at least two. <laughs> uh, one, one was probably just your general essence. Maybe. But the other was, uh, no, you asked, you were like, uh, my plan was just to have a fun, silly Richard, the mm-hmm. way I think we ended up having. Yeah. You said, Richard, what do you make of these Trump indictments? <laughs> oh yeah. That was on purpose though. <laughs> I knew that was going to get him riled up and then it made him spaz and talk about Trump I shit. I, in his I, I think it ended up working out, but it was just the delivery of your qu- Craig putting on his, his political I, cap. Cause that was really more like, Hey, Jer, look what I'm doing. I th- no, I think, know? I think my exact question was, uh, Richard, with all these indictments, do you think that's going to, yes, exactly. Do you think it's going to, it's you having on your Barbara Walters <laughs> pants suit. I go, do you think that's going to fuel his base? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. That's what I hated. <laughs> but I knew, so fuel his base. I'm on, I'm on Jerry's show every day. So I know exactly what to say. That's going to make him spin like a top. So I well, just that's what like, infuriated me is how, how well it was formed for like Jerry's show. (laughs) (laughs) I need to get him on Jerry's show. And I I think you hear me in the, I think, I think you can audibly hear me go, Oh God. I I could see and hear you laugh in my face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's definitely the one I was thinking of. I don't know if there were others, but after that, that's when I thought it was a little rocky. Cause I thought we were off to like, I think Richard was good from the start, but I was kind of like, is he going to play along? And then after that, we were off to the races. Yeah. Cause the question did lead to him talking about Trump shit in his pants and getting hosed down in the oval office. And we were golden from there. <laughs> he does. He shits himself. He shits his diapers. I saw somewhere too, that the sack of shit count was over 20. Oh, easily. Yeah. And maybe in that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> He's a sack of shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great guy. I mean, the greatest was the story about how he handled his bully. Oh my God. I, I don't want to repeat it in case authorities are listening. Yeah. But. So just go watch it. It's towards the end, maybe like the last quarter of the interview somewhere. He just, uh, he, he has a bully and he takes care of it. <laughs> he takes care of it. Too sweet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And I think right. that's where the, t- uh, the title of the uh, the episode came from, that story. <laughs> scrap it a step. 
Um, all right, let's get into some other stuff now. Where yeah. should we where should we go from here? Oh, I guess we gotta we gotta start with uh the Kevin Brennan Carl John stuff, I suppose, right? Uh yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, just while it's while it's still somewhat fresh, I'm sure it's been uh talked to death on uh the internet, but mm. I wanted to give my two cents because I thought it was really interesting. And I know uh Craig doesn't follow it as closely as I do, so I like to inform him on what's going on. Yes, because I'm curious. I think the fact that stuttering John ended up going on with Carl mm-hmm. softens this for Kevin. Yes. But people were starting to turn on Kevin pretty bad. And I'm curious to see if it actually yes. it comes through in that way. Um, so the first one is the, uh, the John and Kevin clip you want. Uh, yeah. Okay. So um, this is um, obviously, if you don't know, John was going on with Carl on Wednesday. It had been planned for a long time. And then John was stopping by with Kevin Brennan. Uh, for a minute before the show and they're talking about his appearance with Carl. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I need your advice here. I don't like people talking shit behind your back and then be like, and then Carl's going to act like he's your best pal when no, you do his fucking show. And that's why you tell me, should I do this or not? No, fuck no. All right, then I'm not doing it. What is he paying you? We're just going to split the super house, but no, I've already. What is this? Me. What's happening? You don't pay podcast guests. No. No, they and, come on to promote their shit. They don't have to come on at all. Yeah, this is, this because, is, this is first of all, it's a horrible precedent to set. <laughs> but that you, that you have to pay everyone that comes on your show. It could be the death of podcasting. But I genuinely think I do it with Kirk's show, where it's worth it to me to go on a platform much bigger than mine, promote my. I do it when I'm on WATP as well. It's worth it to me to say go to blindmike.net. Subscribe everywhere for free. If you like the show, join the Patreon. That has been massively beneficial to me. Yes. And it's, I it's, don't need the 80 bucks that you're going to give me for a fucking podcast appearance. And even with, with Carl going on his, he comes on here all the time too. Right. Exactly. And he's not begging for a few dollars for fucking beer money. Right. Exactly. And that's the thing is, is like, be grateful for that promotion that you get mutually. And maybe your show will grow rather than chiseling every fucking John. What's the $200 going to get you realistically Mm. as opposed to having fun and like building an audience from these appearances. Yeah. And I think Kevin's just constantly walking around with a permanent limp after paying three grand to have John on and no one's paying shit anymore. Do you think like, I understand the size of the shows is much different, obviously, Mm -hmm. but do you think like, RFK is like, you know, I got my message out there, but I would have liked a couple hundred from old Rogies. <laughs> yeah. <All> Chris Benjamins. <laughs> Rogan, you know? probably, Rogan probably does pay everyone that comes in there. He might, but that's the thing. If you're making as much as Rogan, sure. But these fucking pot, like Kevin Brennan is going nuts over a $10 super chat. And yet you're supposed to pay every guest that comes on. It's fucking nuts. I know. So it's a horrible precedent to set. And also, like, what business of it is yours, Kevin? It's not. And, but you know, I, in his defense, he didn't bring it up. John did. Well, here's the other thing about Kevin. Here's the one area I'll, like, defend Kevin in is he's not joking about this, but, like, Kevin's funny and able, able to make this shit funny. Mm-hmm. John's not. Right. John purely comes off as an asshole. Like, even, like, I think Kevin is greedy and a bitter guy and – you know, hates how successful his brother is and will never get out of that shadow. And that's just what fuels him. But he is funny. So that offsets it. Mm-hmm. 
I think John has that same bitterness, but unfortunately isn't funny, which makes it worse for him. Correct. But uh, they continue here. We see and a bunch of other people. This is all a big Joey C. Bob and <laughs> Bob and a Wait, you're taking you're taking the council of Joey C. No, but <laughs> I'm not going to watch the fucking Deuce Pay his show. <laughs> okay. Oh well. <laughs> all right. What's what's next? Uh, next we have uh, guarantee. This is this is crazy. Now Kevin's negotiating. Uh, Tom Myers does not have an agent that I'm sure of, but I guess John does, and his name is Kevin Brennan. <laughs> um, John, what you yeah. should do is is demand a guarantee from Carl. You don't split super chats because he'll he'll lie to you how much you made. So say I need. What, what are you basing I, that on, Kevin? Scumbag, dude. He'll lie to you. What the fuck are you talking about? Scum. Carl, that's but Carl's deal with me. I mean, maybe he's lying to me. Now, now I have to do some accounting. <laughs> but every month, Carl sends me half the super chats from who are these socials? He's not a greedy guy. Carl does not strike me as a guy that needs the fucking, you know, hundred something bucks from super chats that he could chisel away from stuttering John. Right. Saw you in you know in the like in the beginning of your show telling me don't do it. He's fucking. This is all a fucking work. So if it, if it is, I won't fucking do it because I don't need it. No, say you need a guarantee of a thousand, and then and then he can have what's left over exactly. because because Carl's gonna lie to you. He's gonna say YouTube and Apple. Everybody's taking their cut, and this is all that's left. How over. is that a lie, Kevin? That's true. Mm-hmm. YouTube takes thirty percent of that shit. Apple somehow has their mitts. That's just true. Of course, you pay. You don't pay John what the full number would be. And then have your end reduced by 30%. Right. That's crazy. You split what you get. And then what happens is if John shows, he'll go on, be like, holy fuck. Uh, David Chandler, Super Chat, $200. I think it's Craig just stopping his tracks. That was a lot. I wasn't expecting that number. I'm sorry. (laughs) Thank you, David Chandler. Uh, He sent that specifically to- Hey, guys, it's not really 200, though. We shouldn't really think, David, because YouTube (laughs) takes their cut, and then Apple gets in there. (laughs) So that's- So, I mean, thanks, I guess, David Chandler, but if you really want to give a little more. So that's why he sent it, was to see how much gets taken out, (laughs) which is very funny. (laughs) No, that's too generous. Thank you Too generous. Yeah, the chat seems to think this whole thing's a work, and I guarantee you- uh, it's not. <laughs> I, I, well, it's not one that Carl is playing along with. I think, you know what? Here's where I'll give, give Kevin a little credit. Mm-hmm. He doesn't give a fuck if Carl's mad at him or John's mad at him. Or, he's drumming up drama for his own It's show. on his show, exactly. So I, 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 That I'll give him a little credit. He does know he's stirring up shit. My thing is, why is he doing it to fuck Carl over? That's the only thing. When they've thing. been like buddy and Carl's been good to him. Right, exactly. And I got I to gotta tell you. I know Kevin does pretty well with these super chats. If WATP disowns you, my friend, watch those start to dwindle. If Carl really went after you, like I, I personally think Carl's too nice a guy with some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I wish he would really go at Kevin. And I think he would if John didn't come on. But I think John going on the show smoothed everything over. Although I haven't listened to the latest WATP yet, so maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? Um, but I think Carl's going to let bygones be bygones. If Carl really fucking dug his heels in and was like, fuck Kevin, goodbye. Bye-bye, Super Chats. <laughs> so long. Uh, this next one's called More Negotiating. It's crazy the amount of fucking <laughs> working that Kevin tried to do to get John off this show. So I'm going to – So and then after you, hearing you just say don't – 
I mean, he was ripping me an asshole. Why the fuck do I want to do this guy's show? No, unless he's going to pay you. Unless he's going to pay you. Don't split Super Chat. Say, I need a guarantee. to Demand a guarantee. And then he wants to put the second hour behind his Patreon paywall. Yeah, because he wants to make more money off you. Say, so you need a you need seven fifty guarantee, and then you'll split, and then you'll take a third of the super chats after that. So Kevin's mad. Here's here's what's really happening here, and I I don't I don't blame him for being annoyed by it. I blame him for the the route he's taking. But Kevin paid John three thousand dollars to come on his show, and he quickly realized that that was far too much mm-hmm. because John has since done shows like I did. He was on Chad's show twice for $1,200 total. He asked Opie for like 20 bucks for beer money. Like yeah. <laughs> the, the number has gone down significantly since Kevin had him on. And also I think Kevin thought for some reason he was paying for like exclusivity in some form. Right. And now John has been saying the same shit day after day after day. So no one needs to go to Kevin's Patreon to see John say this shit, you can see it everywhere now. Yeah. So I think Kevin's kind of like, well, fuck this. Stop going on other people's shows. I wasted money. <laughs> and now he's bitter and angry, as he always is, and wants Carl to waste money as well for some reason. Uh, David Chandler, uh, following up his gigantic super chat with a $5 super chat, says <laughs> uh, it's about 98 bucks after Apple and YouTube bites. <laughs> Thank you, David. That's still too much. We appreciate it, but uh, you know, not necessary. Thank you so much. Uh, but next, we have Carl joining. All right, so now Carl's fired up, and uh, you know, I think some people didn't know he had this in him. Me being one of them, I think I texted yeah. you. I was like, yeah. "Dude, that was awesome." <laughs> uh, but here he is joining the program. Yeah, exactly. What, what the fuck was that? What have I done to you, KB? Why did you just do that? I was just fucking. I around. say my one criticism of Carl. Mm-hmm. I hate that he sticks to the nickname throughout this. KB. Yeah, I hate that he's paying him homage via nickname. Because he's a nice guy and he's pissed. <laughs> come, come on, buddy. He might not. Chief, why, why are you doing this to me? He might not be smile talking during this, but his words sound happy. Yeah, that's, that's my only other than that degree. Yeah, exactly. What, what the fuck was that? What have I done to you, KB? Why did you just do that? I was just fucking around, but I don't think... Oh, I was just fucking around! I, you, know, you know what was going on. John was looking for a way out because he's a pussy. So he goes out, he goes, KB, I'll trust whatever you say. And then you go right with the script. Yeah, I don't think you should do that because Carl's a dick. Fuck off, man. That's fucked up. This has been a big deal. We, we've been building this for a long time. Yeah. And you gave him the out he needed to be like, oh, Carl's blocked. I'm done with him. That's yeah, but why up, are you man. still shitting on him? Why are you still shitting why, on why him? Why wasn't? Because... Dude, why you do say children fly? You say, you say why you do children say. laugh? Why do sharks swim? It's what I do for fucking <laughs> <living>. <laughs> Perfect response. Kevin, Kevin's like, why are you being mean? <laughs> Evan Brennan, of all people, is like, why, why are you airing out dirty laundry on the air? <laughs> the whole point of having John on is that they made fun of him. I saw some people saying that, like, oh, maybe Carl shouldn't have talked about John until he came on. But it's like there were things to talk about with John. Wouldn't it be much more disingenuous if Carl was like playing these clips of John and was like, actually, you know, guys, I think John sounds, is it just me or is he sounding smarter? <laughs> and I, I got to say, like, I don't know if it's new lighting or what's going on. He's gotten better looking. He's a handsome guy, this John. <laughs> no, you don't think anyone would notice that, Kevin? No one would call that out and be like, hey, Carl, uh, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Boy, uh, this this new hairdo looks 
Mwah! Magnifico on John. <laughs> Who needs bangs? Am I right? <laughs> uh, this next one is uh, Kevin wasted money. Well, uh, this is more of what I was talking about, where I think Kevin's angry that he paid John that much. But it's fucked up. What yeah, were you going to pay on? What were you going to pay on one? It's one on one. Let's talk about the pay. Yeah, that's the that's pay. the other fucking thing too. Thanks for we we already negotiated the deal, John. And exactly. I. And then you're going in there and going. By the way, an hour before the show, oh, you got to renegotiate that deal, John. You're taking money out of my pocket. Why, KB? What the fuck? I know you're pissed. You paid him three thousand bucks, but I think I did a pretty good job for you on that episode. I made it interesting because after I left, you guys had nothing yeah. to fucking talk about. Now, Good for that, Carl. I, I want to know who put that idea in his head. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think I, I'm not I'm not the only one that said that. Everyone said that. You said that as it was happening. <laughs> <laughs> but it literally it, it was crazy that they just go on and read. And like, listen, we did the thing. By the way, I forgot to mention this to you. Mm-hmm. You know, how last time we talked about Kevin Brennan, we kind of made it the bit where as we were talking about it, we would keep interrupting with Super Chats. Yes. I got a message afterwards. Very nice guy. He wasn't being shitty. But he goes, hey, Mike, love the show, blah, blah, blah. But I got to say, stop. Don't be one of these guys that ruins the show with super chat. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> How did you not pick up on that? I was like, we were literally saying we were doing it as we were doing it. <laughs> Actually, I don't think we said it. I think we just kind of both got on the same page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was very funny. But yeah, my point is like, but... I don't have a problem with Kevin doing it. This is where Kevin guys now hold on. I want you to take note. A lot of comedy is about uh, surprise, the element of surprise. Mm-hmm. So I hope I'm not ruining this hilarious joke for you. There's a chance if Kevin catches wind of me talking about him, I feel like he might say that blind Mike can't read a room. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I got to tell you, it was funny the first time, but it's a lot funnier the 80th time. Yeah. <laughs> Keep saying it, Kevin. It grows every time. The humor builds. Um, but um, so, yeah, I went on like Shuli show and that's where Kevin got all angry with me and called me a hack because I said the second half of the show sucked because it was just Kevin reading Super Chats. Now, that's the format of his show. That's good for you, Kevin. I'm not saying don't do it. That's how you make your money. Please, by all means. And if people are enjoying it, that's great. They think you're funny enough to overcome the idea of just reading Super Chats. Terrific. But you have to admit, it's a boring show to just sit there and read, you know, like uh, fucking uh, Marco V193 said, great show today, guys. Ooh, fascinating content. (laughs) We do it once in a while. It pay, helps pay the bills here, and we appreciate it. Guys like David Chandler, we very much appreciate. Mm-hmm. But if we sat and did it for an hour straight, good for us, I guess, if we're making money. But I wouldn't blame you guys for being like, well, fuck this. It's not a show. I'm not watching this. Right. Right. Um, $2 super chat from Droopy Nuts. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Brennan and his chubby face are so unfunny. That's not true. See, no, I think Kevin is funny. Me too. It's just like he's let bitterness cloud his career and this thing with his fucking brother. Like, yeah, your brother's more successful than you. Get over it. You're all, you're also funny, Kevin, and I think if you tried, you could be as successful as Neil Brennan. I just don't think you give a fuck. Um, suburban Tug Time, $3.11. Uh, put a graphic with your Venmo QR. Uh, beat the machine. Oh, is that what we should do next? I don't know, but I think Venmo still takes fucking money. Don't they? Uh, actually, that's no, only. I don't think they do. It's only for instant transfers. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they do. That's true. Yeah, maybe. Hey, 
Uh, Venmo me, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, that's the other thing. We'll get to this with the Steel Toe guy later, too. You guys don't owe me anything. Nothing. I appreciate the super chats. I su- appreciate you subscribing on Patreon. Oh, and this is great promotion to do an hour and a half into the show. Uh, YouTube memberships are now available. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. Just so you guys know, you can become a member on YouTube now. I don't know, like, but we can't do Quincy on there, right? Is that the deal? Can't do Quincy. It still gets flagged. Are you sur- you're 100% sure about that? Yes. Okay. So why you laughing fans subscribe on YouTube and you'll get the same. Why you laughing stuff that you get on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, d- don't, <laughs> we don't know what we're doing yet. Yes. So proceed with caution. Cause I'm, tr- <laughs> I'm trying to find the backlogs and after like every three months I clear my computer because it fills yeah. up because of so much video and audio and all that stuff. So I wait three months I'm like, I don't need this anymore. And then I usually get rid of it. So (laughs) well, you could probably download it from the back end and all that. But anyway, my point is if you want to support the show, become a member on YouTube, don't feel obligated or like, we don't know what we're doing yet. So maybe wait till we have it figured out, but it's a way to support the show. And we appreciate it. Right. And if you do that right now, you have our Bubba Booey uh, bonus episode and the uh, Richard Pryor episode early. Correct, which yeah. I somehow got from blocked to nothing on it. Excellent. Right versus YouTube has been a successful mission. It has. It has. They got me once. I forget um, what it was for. Okay, so what I was saying is I appreciate all you guys supporting, subscribing to the Patreon, all of that. You don't have to. You don't owe it to me. And there's shows like Steel Toe that like negotiate with their audience. It's weird. I don't have a problem with that guy, Aaron. I think he actually is like a decent broadcaster. But the one thing I can't stand is when I see these clips where he's like haggling with the audience. It's like, what, what is this? What's happening? <laughs> and this is why I talk about, I talk about paying guests and negotiating with the listeners and stuff like that. Cause I think it's bad for podcasting. I think it makes it look like a cheesy medium, right? It makes it look like we're fucking beggars. And I, I don't want to be part of something like that. Right. Yeah. I, I think it's a new, it's a new method. be like, Hey, you guys want me to stop? Just pay me a little extra. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep going with this uh, Carl Kevin stuff. Uh, yeah, this is the last one, actually. Um, okay. It's just titled Backpedaling. Well, you see, you start to see, Ke- I think Kevin was genuinely a little like, I think he feels like maybe he, fucked, he, he doubled down the next day and was like, fuck Carl. But I think in this moment, he was kind of like, ah, maybe I did fuck up and I, I do kind of like Carl. <laughs> well, he's probably reading the chat and everyone was like, dude, what the fuck We're are done. you doing? Yeah. yeah. Um, but here we go. But you know what it was, Carl? I, I saw I, on my phone today when I was eating. Uh, I saw, I saw, oh no, well, you know that's what it important was? I saw to know, your, Kevin, don't tease us. What were you eating? See, that's a comic right there. You got to be very descriptive. What did, you, what, what did you have for lunch? Was it a tuna sandwich, perhaps? What, a, just, come on, paint the picture. It was a grilled cheese. While I was eating. <laughs> uh, I saw, oh no, well, you know what it was? I saw your thing with, with Chris and the other guy. Uh, yeah. with, 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 uh, with the Lisa Jordana thing. Then I'm watching that. Then I, then I see on my Twitter, uh, surely shitting on me with the fucking thing in Atlantic city. And that all you guys really are shitting. Shit, yeah. uh, you didn't even say anything, Carl. So I appreciate that. But, but the no, fact that you, sudden, I, hey, you know, Carl, you're actually a really nice guy. <laughs> you know, I saw you be nice to me and I decided fuck his yeah. show. You know, you know, I said, uh, fuck your show all day. And what I meant by that is I think you're really smart and talented. Actually. <laughs> you're really cute too. 
<laughs> I feel like everybody's in cahoots with everybody else. Everyone's behind talking behind my back. Everyone's behind. I know everyone's talking behind John's back. So I'm just Kevin, saying it's like I feel like everyone's like behind John's everyone's back. like these are podcasts, Kevin. This is a microphone. <laughs> yeah, no, no one's behind John's back. Everyone's doing it in some form to his. He's able to hear these things. Right. As soon as we hit end on this live. Then start talking. That's, that's behind, behind the back. back. Yes. <laughs> right. But on a broadcast thing that you know people are going to tag him on. Of course. Like, not. We're the, me and John are the fucking clowns. And you guys and Julie, and you guys all always act like Shuli's some kind of fucking radio whiz. Like Shuli's got all the answers. <laughs> Shuli, like I said, Shuli fucking ran. Oh, uh, can I say, shuli uh, has been very nice to me. He's tweeted some of our stuff lately. He had me on. Is anyone acting like Shuli's a radio wizard? <laughs> Is anyone like, oh, the powerful Shuli? Other than Hackride pitching guests for some reason. He's at, I mean, he's got a good voice. He's confident in everything. Like, I, 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 I have no problem with Shuli. I don't know why he gets the level of hate that he does. I do understand people criticizing him for kind of jumping on the Carl bandwagon. Maybe he didn't handle all of that correctly. It's, but like, I, people have sent me his stuff and like, Listen, I don't think Shuli's the greatest comedian. He's not my favorite comedian by any means. But, like, I don't find him to be so bad that he should have a Reddit page devoted to him. That's my <laughs> basic take on Shuli. Is, like, right. I haven't found shit that we would have a lot of fun shitting on for an hour, you know? Right, right. Because even, like, they play, like, John was trying to do this, and they pay the dues payer stuff. And it's, like, he got, on Stern years ago, he got overly sensitive with Artie. Mm-hmm. But it was like, it's not like a cringy, oh my God, 15 years later, we should still talk about this moment. It is to certain stuttering people. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. But that, that's the thing about John is like, he repeats himself over and over and over. Every day now, his show is, and Carl, stop me if you already know this. I'm revealing some big secrets here. Did I call you Carl? Yes. Wishful thinking. See, uh, <laughs> I'm just growing that well, that much. You know? <laughs> I was fantasizing. Um, <laughs> I, I, I forget what I was saying now. That threw me so much. <laughs> Repeating himself over and over and oh, over. I stop. Stop me. Uh, if you've heard this before, mm -hmm. Anthony Cumia, pedophile and a racist. Pock face. And a pock face. <laughs> yeah. And surely. Bad comedian. Carl, gay as hell. Carl, very, terribly gay. Mike Morris is quiet. It's true. And, uh, and Bob Levy sucks. <laughs> now, to me, these factors don't seem like enough to stimulate yeah. a two-plus-hour show five days a week. Right. But John's, uh, John's squeezing a lot out of that lemon. Sure is. <laughs> so good for him, I guess. Uh, was there any more? Oh, yeah. I said, Shuli fucking ran uh, Pottstown into the fucking ground as a fucking dumpster fire. And because he oh, thought that's he what could I meant do to it. Say. I, I, this is what I meant. This is why I stopped it originally. Uh, Kevin's just jealous that Shuli has any credibility. Kevin wants to be the king of this world. Yes. Whatever this is, Kevin wants to rule the roost. He wants to step above Carl and be, you know, king of the, the dabble verse or whatever the fuck this is. Kevin wants to be head honcho and he knows that it's not. He knows that the reason a lot of these shows in that world have success is because of Carl and not him. Kevin's not moving the needle as much as he wants to be. And he is very resentful of that. And he hates that Shuli has any sort of following. 
And this is that resentment coming out. Kind of fucking radio whiz. Like, Shirley's got all the answers. Shirley, like I said, Shirley fucking ran uh, Pottstown into the fucking ground as a fucking dumpster fire. And because he thought he could do it like you did in Rochester, you're good at your job. Shirley sucks. I don't know why you do his fucking show, but I feel like you guys are all in cahoots, and I'm sick of it. I'm promoting my show, Kevin. There's over a thousand people watching live to that this morning. I'm promoting this big show that I've been filming. If you're not on it, it gets 400 people. It doesn't 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 matter. Who gives it? Why does Kevin care who he's promoting his show? He cares about a lot, apparently. Let's say say it does only get 400 people. Mm. Carl wanted to tell those 400 people to tune in to WATP. It was worth it to him. So who gives a fuck if it's not worth it to Kevin? Right, right. And it's like, again, if Kevin didn't burn so many fucking bridges... He could go on and promote his shows. And Kevin has friends in like high ranking places or had friends until he ruined the relationships. Like Kevin used to have like Bill Burr on his podcast and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And if he just wasn't such a miserable cunt all the time, he could go all over the place and promote this super chat reading that he does every day. <laughs> but he can't because he's just such a miserable asshole. Half the show is him pulling up super chats and then the top of his phone while he takes a picture of the super chat <laughs> and then he reads it. <laughs> but that's like Kevin really is like the tale, a cautionary tale of a sad comedian because he's a guy that comes from a time where it's like, I think maybe there was an element of, that's what made a grizzled veteran, a guy who was like, fuck the business and everything. Mm-hmm. But now you're able to make it on your own. And Kevin has to an extent, but still like is fueled by that resentment when it's like, if he just did other people's shit, you can, you can have infighting and, and rivalries and all that type of shit, but you don't have to be such a cunt all the time. Right. Well, especially when a lot of it's fake. Right. Like he, he fucking hates Chad and he hates Bob and he hates Shuli. And then he'll have these people on his show and then he won't cause he's angry at him. And then he's out of the stuttering John business. And then he's his fucking financial advisor. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, yeah. The only thing, the only, I thought Carl was awesome in that. Yeah, he did a good, very good thing. job. The only thing he, I heard him say it a couple times. The only thing, and it might just be because I lean right and I hear this and I'm just like, Ugh. Uh, but okay. When he's like, uh, he tried to shut me down. That's fucking violence. I'm like, yeah, it's just shitty. I think he's, I, I, my take on that is he's saying that because John says they've gone after my kids and their discord promotes like hate and all this shit. So I think Carl's heard that enough. And he's saying, no, the violence is you've literally tried to get like money taken away from me. Right. No, I just hear, I just hear people being like, uh, hate speech is violence. No, it's not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just fucking shitty and it's really shitty, especially. No, he's, he's referring to John literally trying to get his Patreon taken down. No, I know that's wicked shitty. (laughs) Just the the way he phrased it. I'm just like, "Mm." but that's my, Uh, but yeah, Carl did a very good job. Then he had John, John ends up coming on because, uh, this is again, where Carl was uh, correct. He knows. You know, John has his principles, but if you call him a pussy over text, <laughs> John can't let that stand. So I guess Carl said, uh, don't be a pussy and come on. And John was like, I'm not a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and so he was on. Uh, and like, you know, it's it's going to be tough for Carl because it's like John just fucking talks and talks and talks and he can't get any points out. So it was a lot of it was a lot of stuff um, like John just kept rehashing a lot of the same stuff. But I thought this was a great moment from that that uh, should be celebrated. So 
John has been on this, and believe me, if you listen to 10 minutes of John, you you know about this. He cl- So Carl does a thing on his um, Patreon mm-hmm. where uh, I think like once a month or something, they've been reading a segment of Stuttering John's book. Uh, easy for you to say, which is actually a pretty good title for a Stuttering John book. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've gone through John's audio book and they, you know, John reads little, little bits and they comment on it. That it, that falls into the guise of transformative content. Yeah. Would this be like um, a segment, like a paragraph or two? Honestly, not even probably. I think they react to just little, little, little bits and pieces. So absolutely nothing. And <laughs> yeah. So, so it's, it's completely transformative, transformative content. Mm-hmm. John early on didn't know what that was and thought <laughs> legitimately, if you play anything, if you have a picture of John on your show, mm-hmm. then he can sue you. He can take money from you in the court of law. Sure. Why not? Um, so now John has learned that's not the case. He's learned Carl's allowed to play segments of his book. And to your point, Greg, I think, I think Carl's even allowed to play a fucking chapter of the book and comment. Well, on I know, it, but I'm know? just, I'm just pointing out like how little it even is on top of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, John now knows Carl's allowed to do that. Um, so John is pivoted. <laughs> And said, uh, someone online has gotten to John and said, um, you, you, Carl bloated the MP3 of your audio book in its entirety with no commentary. Now, I guess that would be like if, so here's a one-to-one comparison, I think. Uh, Like I said, on YouTube membership and Patreon right now, you can watch us break down Richard Pryor live on the Sunset Strip. Um, where we cut clips and we comment on them. That's transformative content. If I took the entire special and said, hey guys, come watch Richard Pryor live in concert on my Patreon, that would be illegal. That would get taken down. Mm-hmm. So that's what this person said Carl was doing with John's book. Now that never happened. And I know that it never happened because it wouldn't do Carl any good. No one subscribed to Carl's Patreon to read John's book or, right. or listen to it, they're going to hear Carl and Chris comment on it. Right. So someone is fucking with John and, you know, Photoshopped a, a, an image and said, Carl uploaded your book to Patreon. John has been hanging on this for years. He's been thumping his chest about it. So Carl in an, a, a final act of desperation has tried to get John to understand just exactly how he's been. He's, explained it over and over again, how that didn't happen. Uh, But finally, I think Carl is really trying to get through to this guy. You had the MP3 of my book without any commentary, and you gave it away for free. It's not true. And you were taking money away from me. John, that's not true. And I'll prove that it's not true because do you know what you have on your Patreon? Do you know what you wrote on your own Patreon page? I'll pull it up right here. You wrote Carl Hamburger is gay. (laughs) <laughs> no, why did you write that? Look, it's right there. It's on patreon.com slash stuttering John. Okay, you know, sometimes doing- if, a, if a guy is not listening, you have to resort to schoolyard tactics. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this, John. You called me gay. And John's like, no. <laughs> no, I didn't. I like. I just like the idea that there's a, a perfectly clean clip of Carl saying, Carl Hamburger is gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. We should have that on our soundboard. Yeah, I'll have to get that one. 
But now you're doing Photoshop now. No, okay. it's not Photoshop. It's not. Even oh yeah, that's Photoshop. not my Patreon. Oh, that's not oh. my Patreon. Let's let's check out oh, what you're writing over. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think you're convincing? He's just immediately proving his own point. It's amazing that John doesn't even get what Carl's example is. Brilliant. Carl is proving. Yeah, John, I know it's not your Patreon. That's the whole point. I'm saying it's not my Patreon that you're talking about. And John's like, no, no, no. What are you, an idiot? That's <laughs> obviously not my Patreon. Now, here's a real screenshot of your Patreon. <laughs> it's like, no, that's the same thing this person did. Don't you get it? <laughs> Here, hold on. Let's let's see what this says. It says Yeah, okay. This is this is all Photoshop. I'm out. It if says gonna, John uh, is gay. If you're gonna start pulling up bullshit. <laughs> no. I'm then proving I'm a point. I'm proving no, a point, John. No, I just manipulated no. your web page in real time in front of you. It's that easy. I can make your page say anything that I want because I understand how the internet works. So okay. when you sit here and you, you know go, there was a link. the MP3, the MP3. It was not. Whoever sent you that screenshot was fucking with you, John. I went on I there. On that. Okay, that's I went on. resorts to lying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then he gets it. He's, he says he subscribed. He never did. No. Because at the time he was like, I never heard it, but this guy assures me. <laughs> but that, was, that, that, was very, that was very funny and a smart. Because there's so much. It's tough to get through to John, but there's so much that you just want to have like all the proper evidence and be like, John, mm-hmm. look at this. Don't you understand like what's happening here? <laughs> and right. it never sinks in with him. It's the weird. And that's what makes John the most fascinating man on the internet, I believe, because nothing ever gets through to him. And he'll continue to repeat the same things over and over again, make the same points, make the same jokes, sing the same parody songs that he creates in his own head. And it's just fucking exhausting to listen to, but it is captivating. It really is. Yeah. I can't. So, so that's uh, that's my v- version of the update on Carl and Stuttering John and Kevin. I'm sure a lot more has happened. I haven't heard this week's uh, WATP yet, so I'm sure even more has transpired. But, a thousand percent. <laughs> but uh, that's where we're at now, and I don't know if they're going to do – here's the we- – again, here's the weird thing about John is they'll end that show. Like, they kind of ended on a good note. They played a little uh, Cardiff Electric game. Oh, and by the way, I was on with uh, Cardiff and El Harible and uh, Obnoxious John and Vinny Paulino while all this was happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, me and Vinny said some harsh things about Kevin Brennan. I heard. <laughs> I think, I, don't, I can't speak for Vinny, but I think we were kind of under the guise that we'd have the WATP army behind us. <laughs> no, it didn't turn and out then, that way. And then John, and then John went on the show. So I think we were kind of like, yeah, but but fuck Kevin, right, guys? <laughs> and everyone was like, nah, we've moved on. <laughs> Bigger, better like, things. Oh, shit. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> That's very funny. Oops. <laughs> but yeah, I, I had uh, a lot of fun with those guys. Um, very funny. And I forget what I was saying about it, but yeah, that's oh, but but John just makes the same points over and over again. It's it's insane. <laughs> hypocrisy police. Hypocr- Carl had a shirt on that said a uh, Federal Bureau of Hypocrisy. Did he? <laughs> Which I believe outranks. It does. <laughs> well, oh, that, that's the the fun we had watching this all like fall apart on the pre-show we were doing. Was that like uh, we got to imagine Carl having to take off his. Federal Bureau of Hypocrisy shirt. <laughs> Throw in the trash. <laughs> I'll never use this. <laughs> Turned in his but badge. It all, and it, all, it all worked out for the best. It sure did. 
<sighs> All right. Now, enough of that. Enough of that nonsense. This inside baseball stuff. We got real celebrities to talk about, right? We sure do. Should we go to Alec Baldwin next? Uh, is is that where you want to go? We got uh, Baldwin. We got Dalia. We got Steel. We have Steel Toe also, which is still in the realm of where we're kind of at. I want to move off this for a minute. Maybe we'll get to Steel Toe towards the end. But all right. So you feeling Baldwin? Yeah. Let's do. Let's do a little Baldwin. Alex got a gun. Don't worry, it's not loaded. Alex got a gun. These are just dummy bullets. <laughs> it's just a prop, I swear. Alex got a gun. Whoopsie Daisy. <laughs> uh, so I, I gotta I gotta be honest with you. I know Alec Baldwin actually does a pretty good Tony Bennett impression. And so unfortunately I knew when we lost the great crooner last week. Oh no. There was a eulogy coming. Uh now now would you rank this as uh, very emotional, or uh, I'm gonna try to get as many likes as possible. I uh, it's interesting you frame it that way. I think given the two options, I might have to go with uh, fishing for likes. <laughs> Does he mention his wife in this? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's an interesting moment that we'll get there. Let's play. So, as we've learned over the last few months with Alec Baldwin, is he loves a good eulogy. And, uh, you know, like a rear admiral is very good at that. That's kind of one of the things he's become known for is he eulogizes the dead. And I guess the Instagram version of that is uh, Alec Baldwin. Whenever someone in their late 90s dies, Alec Baldwin will make sure to let you know how terribly sad it is. Hey, I just wanted to leave a quick message here. Thank God. It's never quick, by this the way. Morning. Never. When he says that, strap in. <laughs> yeah, he's like, how much time do you have? <laughs> I'd uh, like to leave a very quick nine-minute message <laughs> about Tony Bennett. I'd like to leave a miniature podcast about Tony Bennett's life. Someone very close to Tony Bennett that he had passed away. Everybody who knew him personally knew that he was not feeling so great for the last year or so. Which of course, getting on him. He was 96, 96 out. <laughs> he was a weak piece of shit. Uh, I have to say, you know, Tony was a great man, but the, at the end, he was pretty weak. Pretty <laughs> kind of a big pussy, frankly. I, I don't know what he was doing. Well, I'll take 96. I'll take his 96. You know, working through his 80s and so forth. But, um,. He's a sweet guy. Look at him trying to wrestle with his emotions. <laughs> that first half. Oh my God, I was, I, uh, I was really not prepared to lose this 96-year-old. And uh, I, I was so emotional that I went right to Instagram without preparing any words. <laughs> I have, uh, you may notice I have nothing real to say about the man, but I will note he was in fact very old. <laughs> He lived a full life. This was no surprise, Alec. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm surprised he hadn't been dead for 10 years. I forgot he was alive. That's what I'm saying. Things got a little quiet for him. Comes back in the second act of his career is even bigger than the first act. Now we get the full biography. <laughs> he was a singer-songwriter from Kansas City. Uh, he <laughs> <laughs> uh, became great friends with the likes of Frank Sinatra, Sammy Davis Jr., he had made many appearances on Saturday Night Live and <laughs> he just reading his fucking Wikipedia. 
<laughs> Selling millions of albums late in his career, he worked with Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this for? <laughs> Once again, this this is for these. I swear to God, I've I become only for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know Mike really likes when I do the eulogies. So everybody, everybody loved Tony. To have that that talent, there are other people of his uh, <clears throat> strata and of his style who, um, not to mention any names who um, were not loved by everybody. <laughs> a weird thing to get into when Tony Bennett died. Imagine this at his funeral. Yeah, you want to know who hated him? Let me tell you. <laughs> Tony Bennett Tony Bennett was a great guy, but you know who wasn't great? It's Paul Simon, bit of a dick. <laughs> uh, hopefully, hopefully that cocksucker meets his demise soon, because uh, God knows we all wouldn't mind him being six feet under. <laughs> In some cases. Anyways, I'd like to, if I could eulogize Tony Bennett, I'm saying that uh, we could all raise a glass to Paul Simon being worm food soon. <laughs> Here's to you, Tony. <laughs> and uh, but everybody loved Tony. Everybody loved Tony. He was a hell of a guy. Yeah, we got it. And his music. It meant so much to me. I mean, his music, you know, when I was really down and I needed to hear somebody sing. <clears throat> That's I, such a funny emotion to have. He's like, I just call him and say, start piping. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, uh, I've got a case of the blues. If you could hum me a few bars. <laughs> Come on, Tony. You know, I do impressions of you for when you're sad. <laughs> He actually does a great Tony Bennett. That's the shame of this all. <laughs> I needed to hear something beautiful. You know, I just put on that Carnegie Hall album, and that was him younger. Or I play uh, Unplugged. I uh, I gotta <laughs> say, I really prefer his early work. Wait, <laughs> you know, he started to lose his marbles a little bit. I don't think he, uh, you know, he really got about the money late in his career. But his early stuff was pretty good. <laughs> And uh, watch the movie Zen of Bennett. Zen of Bennett, the doc. The Doing plugs now. Movie. <laughs> He's got a piece Big of it. Insight into him as an artist. <laughs> and and uh, if I could also say, if you could subscribe to my Patreon, we'll be doing an episode about Tony Bennett later this week. Uh, <laughs> it's what he would have wanted. God, why are you singing? <laughs> <laughs> He start, he starts uh, jumping on the whoever just died <laughs> train and starts doing episodes all right. on him. Alright, uh, all right, Ironhead, what's the next clip? <laughs> how hardworking he was and how decent he was as a person. I'm going to think about other things I might say, but I'm going to give it some thought. Oh, good. <laughs> good. I'd hate if we got your knee-jerk reaction to this, Alec. <laughs> How did he react when he got the phone call? Is that right? Sorry, sorry to sorry to pull you out of bed for this. <laughs> Thanks for getting it to it so quickly. But I appreciate if you go back, take some time, come back with notes, and really give us a more thought out eulogy. Because frankly, one wasn't enough. How many of these do you think we need? In the meantime, my my heart goes out to Susan, uh, to one of Tony's children, and especially to Danny, who was his great. Lover. Um, 
<laughs> he just outs him. <laughs> you know, we all uh, in in the industry, we all know Tony liked a little side dick. Uh, <laughs> frankly, that was the musing for a lot of his brilliance. He, so, kept, he kept it from his wife. Props to Danny, <laughs> who I hear, I mean, just had a mouth like a Hoover vacuum on him, really sucked Tony dry. <laughs> Collaborator, and uh, and the guy that was really. I don't know about you, but I don't hear a Spanish accent talking in the background. <laughs> oh, is this where he looks? <laughs> That's <laughs> startled by someone in the background. Hey, I'm 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 live. You might want to throw on that accent again. That's the that's the greatest part about Alec Baldwin's videos is someone always walks into the room and interrupts him. <laughs> Don't you understand? Someone has died. Obviously, he's like he's like the world's laziest superhero. Yeah, I can hear I can hear in the background going, "Hey, you guys got those cucumbers? I've been looking for those cucumbers." Don't you know that when someone is in danger, I'm writing their eulogy. <laughs> <laughs> What's that up in the sky? It's Alec Baldwin with some boring words about this person. Dun, da, 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 da. No, uh, I'm not here to help, but I will say some powerful things. Tony was a lot of people don't know. He was a, a great cook and he loved, he loved the culinary arts and spent a lot of his free time doing just that for his nieces and nephews. He would cook for them. He would have Sunday brunch. And I think that's what I'll remember most about Tony. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, he's dead. So. <laughs> had a big hand. In but I also love that none of his family respects these videos. I know. Amazing. I know. They're just like, hey, dad, sorry. I, I my fucking uh, left my phone in here. Hey, dad, sorry. I, I just don't want to do this anymore. You're embarrassing me. You just killed a lady. And this is your response to all that. Please stop. <laughs> Level the second time around. Danny's a great guy, too. He's a sweetheart. Danny. What I'd, I'd really like to spend most of my time today talking about Danny and how great Danny is. Yeah, me and Danny made a pact that if Tony ever left us, <laughs> <laughs> we, we would kill ourselves. <laughs> and Danny, get out here. <laughs> what is this? He comes out of the linen closet with a shotgun. <laughs> Because he's in the bathroom, by the way, for this. Is he? It looks that way. Oh, that's why Hilaria needed Hilaria needed some of her beauty products. Yeah. When I did my podcast and I wanted to interview Tony, I didn't interview Tony because I thought he's he, uh, he declined. He <laughs> said, uh, no thanks. You're, you're a murderer. <laughs> he said, lose, your, lose my number. Yeah, he said, maybe you can get Tim Dillon on or something, but not me. <laughs> with that kind of stuff his whole life. I interviewed Danny. I have a podcast on <laughs> Well, we got to break down this interview with Danny now. All right. <laughs> Danny's fascinating me. Danny, but anyway, um, I'm going to think of something else to say in more detail. No, no, no. Hey, Alec, you know what? This was plenty. <laughs> My mind's racing more than you could ever imagine right now. So. Can you can you imagine doing this? First of all, just doing it for any celeb. Like you you come on and you make a celebrity's death about you. So <laughs> you're trying to get some of the what you really want out of this is comments being like, Alex, sorry you lost your buddy. Right. But then you're like, uh, you know, 
I know nine minutes probably wasn't enough to get all my thoughts out, but don't worry. I'm sure you're very worried. I'm going to come up with more thoughts <laughs> and things to say about Tony Bennett. <laughs> But, uh, more th- what more do we need? Alec, this is more than enough. My my plate is full. Thank you. <laughs> Marty just like, please, <laughs> please stop. Um, you look at someone like him, it's hard to say this, but it's true. You know, there'll never be someone like him again. Yes, it's so hard to say because no one's ever said it about anyone before. <laughs> I'm really, I'm, I've invented the phrase one of a kind. <laughs> And I'm certainly the first person to apply it to death. <laughs> you know, I had a real, I had, uh, as I'm sitting here in my quiet room, trying to, locking the door so Hilaria doesn't come in anymore, I was thinking to myself, you know what, a, a really original thought, and it's that Tony Bennett was aces in my book. <laughs> um, he was... <laughs> Mike Whipke in the chat says, I wouldn't do anything like this for my family. (laughs) (laughs) And your family wouldn't want you to. (laughs) Don't go to Instagram and buy him. Oh, man, he was. I mean, this guy really was the cat's pajamas. He really was. And you know what I what I like to say? And this is also very original. Don't mind me if I blow your mind here. But uh, Tony was an even better man than he was a singer. And I got to tell you, he was one heck of a singer. (laughs) Whoa, Alex, did you come up with that? (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) Did all that SNL stuff that Paul Lapel wrote. And people will say to me, what's the greatest thing in your career? What's the thing you're the fondest of? And I I always say, when Tony Bennett came on SNL to... uh, Uh, Meanwhile, one of his... 17 kids who just walked in the room. <laughs> the greatest thing I've ever done is not pumping one of these turds into hilaria, but instead it was mixing it up with Tony Bennett on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Tony Bennett show. Which is also, by the way, not true. You know, when fucking, if Tina Fey dies before him, you know, he's going to say the same thing about 30 Rock. He's uh-huh. going to say the same thing about fucking Nicholson when he dies, yep. you know? <laughs> yep. Tony Bennett impersonator. And as silly as it was, as silly as all that Tony Bennett stuff was we did on SNL, um, he came on. <laughs> this is my quiet time. He's he's got his wife and kids moving the couch because he's moving or something. He's, <laughs> he's in the other room. Slamming doors. Ah, uh, you guys, I'm busy. <laughs> Don't you know Tony Bennett has perished? <laughs> and it was just. <laughs> One of the greatest, one of, well, one of the greatest. <laughs> so she just oh, goes, the family Alex. walks in and all of a sudden it's not the greatest moment, is it? He goes, he goes, Al- Alec, and he just sticks his one finger up and just looks and then turns back to his phone. <laughs> hey, Instagram needs to hear my thoughts. <laughs> you just get the fuck out of here. And for anyone that missed it, watch along right now. He came on and it was just. One of the greatest, one of, well, one of the greatest moments of my life. So, um, as one of his children is like, "Daddy, when's breakfast?" Like, that was hilarious. <laughs> truly, one of the greatest moments of my life. This was just incomparable. So, more to come. But I just wanted to say, thank God. Um, hey, Alec, don't tease us. Come on, <laughs> I got things to get to. I can't just wait on refresh Instagram all day. <laughs> 
rest in peace. Uh, um, What's his name? <laughs> he didn't even remember his fucking name. <laughs> rest in peace. Um, uh, <laughs> rest in peace, Paul Anka. No, that wasn't it. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, Joey Bishop? No. Which... <laughs> Um, Tony. <laughs> I uh, I knew it was some Dago name. I couldn't quite remember. <laughs> some Dago name. <laughs> That'd be great. I wish I wish he would do that for real. <laughs> I knew it was some grease ball, but I <laughs> was that it. That was it. Just rest in peace, Tony. That's the end. And. Alec, no, how dare you? No, no, no. It wasn't rest in peace, Tony. It was uh, rest in peace, um, um, uh, uh, Tony. <laughs> the old the old bastard that just died. Jesus, it's escaping me. <laughs> what was Come on, I was just talking about him. What is his name? What's his, what's his face? <laughs> Folks, don't you hate when that happens? When you, <laughs> when you pretend that you're close friends with someone and then you forget their name. <laughs> you get called out. Isn't that the worst? <laughs> <laughs> He just starts doing Regan bits. And then, and then when you go to say goodbye to someone and you say, mean to say, take care, but you say, take luck. Oh, that's embarrassing. Yes. <laughs> so that was the original. That was before the zip it up and zip it out of why. You were yeah, it certainly was. Oh, that's thank you for reminding me of that. I heard you were a coward and went back and edited the clip now. What? After you got public heat for it. I switched out the. I'm. I well. I first did it to see if anyone even noticed because mm. that was my plan. But it doesn't sound the same. It sounds weird. But I did. Right, because, well, maybe we'll go back to it. Um. Uh. Yeah. That <laughs> um, was, what? That was the end of that. Okay. All right. Uh. Well, it's good to see Alex. Well, uh, you know, next person that dies, make sure you rush to Alex's Instagram because I'm certainly he, he's capitalizing on it. <laughs> Fear not. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, uh who should we go to now chris delia perhaps we haven't talked about him in a while uh we can do uh delia sure <laughs> i say we do delia because i always enjoy oh well we have a i forget <laughs> we have a theme song the maniac Brawley has no soul he's assaulting like a weinstein on Jokesy Who would start a sex cult when you look like that? <laughs> wow, man. <laughs> so, we, you know, here, if you followed long enough, we always love when Chris D'Elia, well, we love when Chris D'Elia does his podcast alone, but what we really like is when Mrs. D'Elia joins the program. Oh, yeah. Because... She is a uh, naive rube who he has duped into uh, spending a life together. But she does have a way of throwing a few digs at him and making him uncomfortable on some of these podcasts. Oh, yeah. No, she owns uh, uh, his soul now. She owns a great deal of space in that noggin. <laughs> um, but we're going to start uh, with uh, one just entitled Simp. Yeah. So um, Kristen D'Elia was on the podcast. and. I think this is the man that Chris has had to turn into because we know from uh, the Crystalia problem, the great documentary that was made, 
the, the relationship he maintains with a lot of these women revolves around him texting them and basically being like, uh, oh, my wife is such a bitch. You know, like, I think that's really more than any sort of sex or power that he got off on. What he really loved doing was venting about his wife. So I think when she caught wind of this, I think this kind of became the dynamic of the household. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Good. We talk every day, but, you know, not on the podcast. So, yeah. Uh, what's I, been going on? I listened to about 50% of them. Mm-hmm. I'm a mom of two. We got a lot going on. Mm, you should force the kids to listen, but. The kids? To the podcast, yeah. I don't think this is, like, kid appropriate. No? Okay. No. Um, but what what kinds of things do you say? On the podcast? About me. And are they nice? Oh, oh, yeah. Always. I always say you're my angel. And then I talk about how I always feel like that's weird to say you're my angel because you're just an angel that was put on earth, you know? And I'm lucky enough to be around you. It makes me feel like a simp to talk like that because I never used to talk like that. But really, when you realize that stuff, you got to say it because you got to be who you are. Sure. Right. Yeah, um, you got to be but anyway, yourself. What? And when a, a documentary and a Rolling Stone article come about out about you, you got to kind of try and mend those fences, you know? What a fucking scumbag. <laughs> He's like, you know, ah, geez, I just can't tell what it is. But it's it's almost as if some event in my life transpired that makes me want you to want to believe that I'm a good guy. <laughs> uh, next, we got uh, is this racist? Uh, oh, I mean, this is these are the kind of impressions I expect from very good show. Uh, not 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 uh, congratulations with Chris D'Elia. Um this is a weird conversation they're having. Yes. Uh, real quick, Dave Deloff, your $2 super chat. Tony Bennett shot blanks and Brian Kowalski sent a $10 super sticker. Thank you, fellas. Thank you, boys. But racist over here. It's not VGS style at all. I swear to God. Remember when we were listening to the podcast last night and the guy said, just the one that we were listening to oh, okay. and the guy said ambulance. Oh, yeah, he did. Ambulance. 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 He was black. I'm, I'll say it. I know you're not going to do it, but he was black. Black people say ambulance. Whoa! Get the edgy meter out. This guy's crazy. <laughs> My Richter scale's going off. I, guys, I'll say it. <laughs> and I don't know why. It's just in their culture. It's part of the culture. Um, but yeah, dude, ambulance. It actually should be ambulance. I agree with black people. It should not be library, though. Okay. Because that well, sounds like free. I agree with black people. As if Barack Obama says it that way. <laughs> and it's not it's not a black people thing. It's a Southern thing. In 2009, Obama was like, I hereby decree it's ambulance. <laughs> As you know, we all say it like this. <laughs> I agree with black people. Imagine, like, Chris is the type of guy that not only panders, but does it in a way that's, like, more racist than if you were to just be racist. <laughs> Ambulance, a hundred percent, it should be that because it's it's at least ambulance sounds so clinical. Mm-hmm. Ambulance sounds awesome. It's me. Mm-hmm. Ambulance, I'll turn it off. Huh. Sort of. Ambulance sounds awesome because at least if someone's dying, you get to be like yeah, the ambulance. Is- I really like the way you guys boogie. I really like the way you fellas bust a move. You can tell he's struggling to have any th- person with a brain talking back to him. <laughs> He's just trying. He says this weird thing about black people and then is trying to show like how supportive he is. Like 
No one's making you say this, Chris. What's happening? Oh, no, I believe a thousand percent that part of the reason she hasn't left him is she's like, yeah, once a quarter I'm coming on the show and you are going to blow the shit out of me. (laughs) That's very possible. Yeah. I mean, it's fun to say. (laughs) Yeah, I think he had a stroke, but don't worry. The ambulance is coming. Dude, that's awesome. Wow. Yeah, that is awesome. That is really fun. I'm sure that's. I'm sure that's why people do it. And it's not like a regional thing and it's not about education or anything. I'm sure it's because they're having so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) I hope we have to call the ambulance soon, but not on us. You want to call them on somebody? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) He's just like a, uh, yeah. I mean, who do you think that's going to be? Chris, (laughs) one of the former fans that was at your show. Uh, hi, Ambulamps. There's a woman with her vagina bleeding and she's crying. <laughs> if we could get the Ambulamps out here. Too sweet. This right. has been a lot of fun. Thank you. Uh, now we Next we got Mayor Delia. Hi, I broke a young girl's hymen and she's screaming <laughs> for her parents. There's blood or something. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Dude, so I could be a mayor, but I don't, I don't think I could be a mayor. Because I don't think that I don't. I think I would blow it like very early on, and I, I would just I would get so pissed off. Yeah, and I would be like, I'm, I made the fucking point. You know, if you don't get it, then you don't fucking get it. And then oh, he would just be like, be super- edgy mayor. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Whoa, move over, Donald Trump. I didn't know a bad boy was getting into politics. Was this guy not in jail? <laughs> <laughs> He should be he should be in fucking prison. <laughs> and he's talking about running for mayor. Impose the this the stats going down over my face. Yeah, I don't I don't think I could be mayor. Yeah, um, and and guys, just so there's no confusion, not for the litany of rapes I've allegedly committed. <laughs> you see this sharpening cart full of evidence against me? Ignore it. It's not that. I think it's that I would be too edgy. They couldn't handle my toughness as a mayor. I would say friggin' hell and stuff like that, you know? Imagine, like, me if you were, like, doing a speech at the podium Mm -hmm. and how embarrassed I would be. You'd be so proud and then immediately so wrecked. I like that in her mind, it's already a press conference about his sexual misconduct. (laughs) (laughs) Even in this... Fantasy land yeah. that he's created, yeah. where it's never going to happen. We can we can make whatever life we want, and he's running for mayor. And even in that world, she is standing behind him, supportively trying to hold back her rage at yet another betrayal of their vows. <laughs> There's a chance she just doesn't know how to read, so she doesn't exactly know what the charges are. <laughs> That'd be great. Well, that's the thing is, if you remember, Chris's apology was about cheating on his girlfriend. He's like, you know, guys, you caught me red-handed. Just like my guy, Kevin Spacey, who has been exonerated out of way, Kevo. Um, much like Kevin Spacey, Chris D'Elia came out and was like, guys, you know what? You caught me. Hand <laughs> up. I've cheated on my girlfriends in the past. I'm addicted to sex. It's like, yeah, that's not exactly what we were talking about, but <laughs> and that's when I knew history will show. That's when I knew I did defend Chris Chris Delia for a while because I thought the evidence was very weird, like it didn't all add up to me. Mm-hmm. And then when he came out and apologized for something he wasn't being accused of and never addressed any of the actual actual accusations, I was like, oh boy, maybe there's 
something more to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> like smiling, like crying. Yeah, tears. yeah, 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 yeah. Trying to keep together. What a dutiful wife this lady is. <laughs> you know, sure, she's a sap. He's a very gullible, obviously. But my God, you have to respect the loyalty of this poor woman. I know. Because even in this fantasy, Chris has betrayed her yet again. <laughs> and she's putting on a brave face for the cameras. It, it's beautiful in a lot of ways. I really wanted to do it. Yeah. But, See, but it's crazy black people say ambulance. Oh. I would say. <laughs> Just bringing that back again. That's part of his platform. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, All right, what's next? Next is <laughs> mayor wasn't enough, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, you you guys are probably thinking of this at home. Why is settled for mayor when Oval Office? I mean that the term for old Joey Biden is coming up in just a year, a year's time. Dun, dun, you might dun, as well start while the the, the sun is shining. That's my mouth. It's not the thing. I go like this. I know. I'm not the president. Doesn't matter. I'm not even going to be in the president. I'm not interested in being the president. We got a lot of Ooh, stuff. To iron we're going right? to get a I- wacky president. Yay! <laughs> we did. We definitely didn't just have one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. Is he's doing this bit. As if, like, the actual guy wasn't just in office for four years who said crazy shit nonstop. <laughs> was that, you know what, maybe it wasn't documented. I don't know if anyone talked about it while Trump was in office. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm not the president. Doesn't matter. I'm not even going to be in the president. I'm not interested in being the president. We got a lot of stuff to iron out, all right? And I'm not even going to talk about what. Okay? Number one, because you these, know- I mean, these ages of consent are ridiculous. <laughs> Which which state is it? Jersey that has it was sixteen or something? Why is it every in some states eighteen? In other, I mean, this is crazy. How am I supposed to know that by heart? My administration is running on an old enough to bleed, old enough to breed platform. <laughs> people in the ch- people in the chat are taking us a serious political talk already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank God we don't. We have a completely coherent, rational president now. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's not what I was saying. <laughs> oh, that's what I loved about the Ojeda interview, by the way, mm-hmm. is people that commented on the political angle of it. Yeah. Oh, you guys treating him like his take on Biden isn't. It's like, yeah, that's what we were there for. Yeah. To challenge him about Joe Biden. <laughs> I think it's pretty clear where I lean. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no. If you elect me this November, the age of consent will be nine. Yeah. Chris, Chris, Chris. And grooming is legal. (laughs) It's basically just giving them quite a life. It's your reward to fuck them. He's just comparing it to like leaving breadcrumbs somewhere. (laughs) Just waiting for that clock to run out. I mean, if you... If you take an eight-year-old under your wing, do you not deserve to reap that reward when they are at the supple age of twelve? <laughs> you know the uh, you know um, that Gillian Keeves bit when they're setting. Um, Shane does it in his stand-up as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah. If if Delia somehow agreed to do that, I think this goes away. Wow, you're right. That would have changed everything. I wonder. <laughs> that, that's the type of shit they should have reached out to him. Honestly, I'd be like, dude, honestly. I know what's going on, but if you come on here, that would be so fucking funny. <laughs> I think, honestly, that's what the goal of this show has become for me, is showing these people, like, have a little fucking sense of humor about yourself. Have fun with it. 
You know what I mean? Like, can you imagine, first of all, how much money they would have made once word got out about that on those Gillian Keefe sketches? Oh, yeah. If they do the whole thing where, like, you know, Ian Fidance stands up and is arguing the age of consent and everything, and then the last guy to stand up is Chris D'Elia. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> now, I would argue the reason he wouldn't do something like that Maybe uh, guilty conscience. <laughs> it could be, but a, a little, a little too real, perhaps. But the only thing is, though, is a year before that he was playing a comedian pedophile on you, the right. television show. You and workaholics and workaholics, yeah, <laughs> typecasted. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta say, he was great. <laughs> he was. He was. It's like it wasn't acting. It was awesome. <laughs> A lot of oh, stuff to iron out. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you guys were filming this? I could get in a lot of trouble. He's got those fake prop Polaroids. <laughs> and, and like someone walks in the room and he just instinctively is like trying to hide them. <laughs> right. And I'm not even going to talk about what. Okay. Because you know what? There's common sense and then there's us. We're not near common sense as a whole mass. We need to be at the level of common sense. So I say to you, people of whatever, you know, body I'm trying to govern, enough. That's what I'm running on. I'm running on enough's enough, dude. Whoa, and I'm not a ballsy bit. Wow. He's saying, hey, I think, you know what? I think both sides are a little extreme. <laughs> I'm starting to think the wackos on the left are just as crazy as the nuts on the right. <laughs> this guy's really breaking down some barriers here. <laughs> and I'm against certain types of people or against certain types of ideas. What I am saying is I'm against not being for common sense. So ladies and gentlemen, and whoever else you may be. Common sense says that girls were starting families at 16 at one time. <laughs> Don't you understand? <laughs> he gets very real about it. <sighs> Crowd goes nuts. <laughs> Shit, he's winning. <laughs> That's the worst version of Trump. Is Dalia getting what he wants? Yeah. <laughs> Enough's enough. Vote for me. That was exactly a minute. It was at 52. And I would get votes, dude. You don't think I would get votes? I would get votes? Well, you sure would. You don't I wouldn't think I would get yes. votes? I wouldn't want those people supporting you publicly, but yes, you'd no, get some votes. They, they are called, I believe, maps. Is the <laughs> demographic that would vote for you. <laughs> and with the entirety of the maps vote, Chris D'Elia is coming in at a staggering, oh God, 14%. What does that say about this country? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Everyone's like, holy shit, is this a typo? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Who would I be running against? <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> like, it's not enough to win, but it's a number that we're all like, oh, boy. Oh, no. Chris D'Elia just won Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Chris D'Elia really is ruining the election for the Democrats. <laughs> You're my first. I vote for you. Dun, and then at the end, I go. Dun, 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 I go like that. Well, that was. Uh, and then they cut back to the beer. They go. Oh, that was pretty. Okay. Well, I don't know, dude. I, I, if I, you I did that. I, I think I straight, could do it. You would get elected. Yeah, I know, dude. It's just like, Straight up. It's yeah, just I know. So annoying. Especially because <laughs> I've had a skin. Uh, I just, you know, if we can be serious for a second, I just don't know if I want the burden. <laughs> 
You know, I don't think I can put myself through it. You know, they, here's the thing: is they just start going through all the skeletons, and there's, <laughs> you know, right now there's not much out about me. So I think for them. To- <laughs> Dude, if you have had a scandal, you can you can on a politician level explain. You, you because people are like, what the fuck I is like, up with this like, guy? Now hold on, Chris. Why You're would aware you? You've had a scandal, right? Why would you bring this up right now? <laughs> I mean, if well, if you had a scandal, you're a politician. They could make you try to seem like a pedophile. <laughs> By the way, I told you I was running for office a couple years ago. That's all that was. <laughs> And they go, hmm, and then they go, ah, fuck it, oh, but that, and then that, half the people have to hate you, right? Sure, and half the yeah. people have to be like, yeah, but fuck it, he's making sense, you know? I made yeah. so much sense in that speech. Yeah. Anyway, I, you know what, that actually Let's, made me think I could actually do it. Let's do it, babe. President or what? No, not president. I would love to be first lady. I would love picking out dishes I'd get for assassinated. the White House. All right, I gotta be honest, that line was kind of funny. <laughs> What? At the end, she was talking about him being president. He just goes, I'd get assassinated. <laughs> well, I also like that he thinks, like, we got to stop this guy. <laughs> He's too much of a radical. I think that's one of the few times that I could be like, no, that was actually funny. I'd get assassinated. Well, like, yeah, I, and, and that's the thing. He's like, I know I know he is doing a bit, yeah. but you can tell throughout this, there are moments where he's like, I, I would change everything. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see what is next here. We got a uh, uh, not sexual. <laughs> I don't think he he's very aware. Certain comments he makes uh, may come off a certain way, but he brilliantly covers for them pretty quickly. You can't be on the side of the robots. That's like so not am, the though. right way. I am. I'm the bad guy. I'm the bad guy in the AI wars. Don't say that. Do I want to be with a good guy. Dude, oh, you politician. poor thing. <laughs> hey, Chris, I'm an eight-year-old robot. <laughs> oh, you poor thing. That, that that And that was so genuine there where she's like, I want to be with a good guy. <laughs> so bad. And I've read <laughs> Rolling Stone. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that I'm not. <laughs> you know those people that they call the house and I look sad and hang up the phone and I say no one was there. There's people there and they say horrible things about you. <laughs> I I know they're there. <laughs> and I know they're hanging up because I answered. <laughs> be the robot fucking guy and we all have such a great life babe we already have a great life i know we have riches no robots doing stuff if you didn't you know if you don't want to do stuff i could have the robots do it i don't mean sexual but that too i don't mean sexual i mean mean dishes what what did you mean chris (laughs) he says it right there i meant dishes yeah i mean like if there's stuff you don't do for me and hear me out here because i'm kind of just i'm just dipping my toe into this water i think if there was stuff you didn't do for me like i might Go see if I could get like a robot to do it for me. I know I'm being crazy and I have never done that in the past, but I think that does sound kind of appealing. This is the second time uh, yeah. that he's brought up her doing the dishes. You know, I got to say, I got to, I think if there's stuff you didn't do for me, I might find someone that I don't treat as a human being and get them to do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is just dawning on me now. <laughs> uh, Nimrod 71 in the chat. Great point. Uh, behind Crystalia wood paneling. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, makes you wonder. Oh, now I get With it. All this a ruse. Oh, I get it. Now I when start. The boys start coming out. Yeah. Now I'm now I'm believing them. <laughs> <laughs> These are all lying. He's not into them at all. <laughs> uh, this is. <laughs> this is sad. <laughs> this one is check-ins. <laughs> 
So he always does that. Like he brings his wife on the podcast and then there's a lot of like her frustrations basically, coming out. Basically them trying to show us that their relationship isn't just destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> They're like trying to prove it to us for some reason. And this is a, so this is a thing. And listen, I don't judge Chris for doing like if he is genuinely a sex addict, I do believe like sex addiction exists. And I think Chris has it. Like he's literally destroyed his life because his dick gets hard. <laughs> and so I believe in some form or fashion, he's a sex addict. So like if he's trying to actually recover in some way, good for him, but there's some stuff he didn't want out there. But I think uh, Kristen did very much. You could tell him we do the check. Okay. So we do a check-in every day. This is, been since rehab so like what eight months yeah it's just uh, look you know it's like it's, a, it's called Thanos you can look <laughs> he's like I don't, so I don't even I don't even really like it like it's a stupid thing we do and it's like I mean it's, Kristen does it mostly I'm not even really there how can you not trust me when I'm not around <laughs> <laughs> yeah we do some check-ins how many cock sucks did you get this week <laughs> oh only 12 from eight-year-olds that's great <laughs> We, we we're losing a listener by the way because of your hat right now. <laughs> hey, the only guy that hasn't betrayed me. That's very true. In comedy. That's very true. <laughs> Get up. But I think it could be really helpful. For people? For people. You always want to help strangers, you know? Me too. Me too. And what do you, what do you want to do? Work Make out. Make people laugh, and work grab out. Titties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is on her mind constantly. Uh, and it should it be. And it's just every once in a while, like, here's the thing is like, we can make fun of her for being, like I said, naive and everything, but it does spill out of her a lot when she comes on this podcast, which makes me think, think it comes up much more in their well, private she life. She unfortunately loves him and probably trying to keep it together for the kids, if I'm yes. guessing. Yeah. Now they or, have two kids. Or she signed an ironclad prenup. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah, because he was he was big enough at that time that that would make sense. Oh yeah, I do. Work make out, people laugh, and work grab out. titties. <laughs> work out and grab titties. Sounds like a fucking awesome life. It would be so sad though. I mean, after quite a long time, though. <laughs> yep. he, to, he has to correct himself. It sounds like a fucking awesome life, but you know what? I don't. It's dawning on me now. I don't even want it. Actually, as a matter of fact, I don't. You know what? I don't even like strange pussy. <laughs> I've so, got enough to eat at home, as Rob Ford once said. <laughs> Sounds like a fucking awesome life. It would be so sad, though. I mean, you were doing that for quite a long right, time. Babe, do you yep. believe me when I say it would be sad? Do you believe what I'm saying? Like, that I wouldn't like that? You believe me, right? I am so turning my thoughts on this woman. I I think I'm in love with her now. She's playing the puppet strings a little bit. Listen, yeah. listen to what she says right here. It would be so sad, though. I mean, you were doing that for quite a long time, babe. Yep. <laughs> So Thanos check in. Okay. <laughs> she moves right along. She calls he, him right he out. Clams up face. immediately. You were doing that for a long time. Yep. Let's uh, move on. No, he's no. I think she actually stuck with the subject. I believe. Oh no. Well, she she talks about the check ins. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but I'm saying she moved on from like. Well, you know, you were fucking a lot of women behind my back <laughs> for a long time. Um. And he's like, okay, I'll stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, he called her right out. Uh, every time, uh, and they're not live. They can edit this shit out. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of, if you go watch the full episode, there's a lot of moments where she's like, hey, you can edit this out. And he's like, no, 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 it's good. 
people like dumb horse shit where we're not prepared and aren't talking. <laughs> uh, this is our last clip here. Okay. Uh, it is entitled, Where Did the Fun Guy Go? Oh, yeah, yeah, he was having so much fun before. Remember, he was running for office and he was being racist and having all kinds of fun. And it's an acronym. Okay. And um, for couples that are going through hard things or and no, fine. This is anytime. Yeah, anytime. Yeah. It's like a. Um, all the guys on the podcast, all the guys on the podcast are going right now. They're going over to fucking listen to Theo. <laughs> Go ahead. So but there's a weird jealousy he has with Theo Vaughn. That's a weird one to just throw out there. Yeah, because Theo doesn't fuck underage women and lose his career. Yeah. They're they're going to the, listen to the guy that smartened up and abandoned me and Brendan. <laughs> yeah, the one that first jumped off this train. <laughs> F, Thanos. F is for feelings. What you're feeling that day. Oh, simp. A, affirmations. Oh, he's he's I, trying I, to be I, like, oh, guys, isn't she gay? <laughs> isn't she gay, guys, for doing this? I'm cool. I, I, I only do it because, you know, I fucked around on her for many years and then said that I wasn't anymore and was still doing yeah, it. Yeah. So I'm cool. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's go further into these fruity check ins. <laughs> I am worthy of love. Oh, dude, you're going to cry. Pick other ones that I don't say. I'm a good mom. I don't say that. one. You often say I'm a good dad. I'm a good husband. Yeah, All right, dude. You don't have to air my shit out, dude. OK, you can cut that. It's actually, no, it's <laughs> <laughs> he, he's genuinely mad yeah. and that's a weird one to get mad at because it's like she's just like you say you're a good father and he's like shut up <laughs> I'm not gay nah. I'm not gay get out of here Leave me don't alone. say <laughs> no I don't do check-ins I do cool stuff <laughs> I do cool stuff like I pants you in public <laughs> sick <laughs> I'm a good mom I don't say that one you often say I'm a good Dad, I'm a good husband. Yeah, all right, dude. You don't have to air my shit out, dude. I think he's telling her because he's part of that sentence was you say I'm a good husband and we all know you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Stop right there, lady. <laughs> Please they don't. They might believe I'm a good dad. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get this on camera. <laughs> you don't have to air my shit out, dude. Okay, you can cut that. No, it's fine. Leave it, but don't do any more of the things that I do on that okay. N or O or S. Okay. <laughs> That's where he's like, now, don't say how often I cheat on you, please. We've done enough here. Please don't make it official. <laughs> don't, don't have me humiliated for a fifth time. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so Delia is still a mess. It's weird that he pops in with these episodes like every few months where it's like he's trying to get us to believe he's in a happy marriage or something. I don't, no I don't know what the point of it is. I don't either. So weird. Um, Now we're at a... We're far enough in. I don't know if we're going to get to everything we have. Why? What, what, what time is it here? Going for two and a half hours. We still got a hack ride video. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, well, we got to get to, we got to play the Bam Margera song. Let's do that yeah. real quick. Yeah. Hold on. Let me, let me mark down that Bam's about to come. So. <laughs> 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 Let's see. We are at uh, 2, 22.25. So... Uh, we've been covering Bam Margera. We've been covering BJ Corville and her role in his demise. And I gotta say, maybe we owe BJ an apology because obviously Bam's doing pretty well. <laughs> I didn't realize he has turned to his true gift, and that is music. Rap. As most sane people do when they escape from rehab, they turn to the art of rap <laughs> and hip hop. And so I guess um, Bam Margera has made a diss track. He's dissing his homies. <laughs> and uh, Johnny Knoxville 
and Steve-O are getting the brunt of it. The rise from the ashes, I had to take a lesson from the darkness. Yeah, watch me at the family fun center. I'm on a slip and slide, and I'm naked as shit, and I'm sliding aside. Ten motherfuckers with the dick ten feet wide, oh yeah. Wouldn't make any, it's, it's like hack for white people to do this at this point. Yeah, it's also weird that there is like 20 people singing along. It's, it's also weird. And it's just the formulaic, like 1984 type of rap mm. where it's literally, but Johnny Knoxville, I'll punch you in your eye socket. I'm Ben Margera and this is Dildo Rocket. <laughs> it's like he's just doing like jackassy things as he tries to convert it to rap somehow. Uh, Nick West, $2 super chat. Uh, this is back to the Dalia thing. He said he treats. He treats her the way Mike treats Hagrid. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. It's the other way around. I'm Kristen in that analogy. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I'm beaten down. <laughs> oh, yeah, look what I can do. So drop the mittens in the ring. Double dare not spill. He's going to be there. So find out if he I triple, lyrics. I triple dog dare you. <laughs> but can you go back? He's like, it doesn't even quite. Like the rhyme scheme is off or something. There's something weird about that. The whole thing is Johnny Knoxville. It's like it's like he's freestyling and bad at it. Yes, the way any of us would be, where it's like, and Johnny Knoxville, he's gonna be there, <laughs> <laughs> and and Steve O too, and Jeff Tremaine. <laughs> can't, can't think of rhymes. Uh, Justin Trudell, two dollar super chat oh, <laughs> says, "Hell yeah, Bam." <laughs> Bam's killing it on the track. <laughs> That's all he said. Ten feet wide, oh yeah. Woo dee woo, oh no, yeah. Look what I can do. So drop the mittens <laughs> in the ring. Making noises. Woo dee woo, yeah. Look what I can do. But this is like when when you were in fucking high school and your friends were like you were drinking by a fire and they make you freestyle <laughs> <laughs> and you're like. Oh, hell yeah. This is what I do. (laughs) (laughs) You're just like, fuck, what words can come out of my mouth right now? What rhymes with do? Blue. This is what I do, and I'm working blue. (laughs) (laughs) That's already better than this song, to be honest. Double dare not spill. He's gonna be there. So find out if he has the stuff to find out when I'm gonna... This is Find terrible. out if he has the stuff <laughs> and he's the guy that does the things and a bull to the nuts. <laughs> you to stand back and laugh. Step in the ring. Five years later, I hit pause and he revved a motorcycle in my house at fucking 6 a.m. till I ran out. He starts to change me a bit. Yeah, this is the uh, this isn't even him rapping though. This is just a clip from BJ Corville's podcast. This is where he comes with some heavy bars here. I, oh, is it from BJ's podcast? Because I hadn't heard the Wee Man line that he has. Oh, that part I don't know. the The tax one in the foot. This part he's currently in was BJ's podcast. All right, let's hear. It. Opened up the door and stepped on all these fucking tax. You ruined my fucking money makers and you ruined what I love. Professionals? I'm the only one who's pro. Just because Wee Man can do a nose slide on a fucking one foot curb does not mean he's a pro. You do not get little kid points. And Steve O, <laughs> you know, yeah, he skates, but he can barely do a rail slide now, on a Here's fucking- where he gets weird is like, Steve O, his gripe with Steve O is essentially. 
that Steve-O has taken it upon himself to try and save his life. <laughs> that's, the, that's the great disservice that Steve-O has done to this man as he's tried through extensive <laughs> lengths to try and get Bam sober. And Bam's like, Whoa, fuck, this, fuck this guy, dude. He can't even skateboard. And he did his show like two weeks ago. Did he? Steve-O's, I think, yeah. I don't know oh. if it's or within the last month or two. I don't think it was that recent. I think so. Because I think Steve-O came out after this and was like, yeah, I'm just done with this guy. Oh, right did enough. he? Oh, yeah. Maybe my timeline's all fucked up. No, I think it was months ago. But um, yeah, I think Steve-O was basically like, you know what? This guy's got problems. I can't take care of him anymore, you know? Yeah. And that's the sad reality, not to get too serious, but like the sad truth about drug addicts. And that's why genuinely I hated what BJ Corville did. Mm-hmm. Because the sad thing about drug addiction is like you can only try to help the person so long, just as a, a human being, you exhaust yourself. And there's a certain point where you're like, nothing I'm doing, not only is nothing I'm doing sinking in with this person, they're actively telling me to go fuck myself. So, you know, it's just a test of willpower at that point. Like, how long can you? keep trying to help this person. And I think Steve-O hit his edge. Finally. I don't know if Jess Margera and the rest of the family has hit their edge, but like, that's the sad thing is people are giving up on Bam now and we're going to watch him die. He's going to kill himself with drugs. Right. So that's the, the sad reality of all this behind the hilarity that is him trying to freestyle rap. Uh, uh, Nimrod seventy one two dollars. It's like a crackhead version of getting the ring. Uh, I don't know what that is. Me either. It but. sounds like something that already involves crackheads. So in boxing. Damn <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, yeah, Justin. That was, our, that was our Bam update. He's gonna die soon, so that'll be sad. Maybe Alec Baldwin will eulogize him. Who knows? Bam needs scumbag Vinny more than we know. Justin two dollars. Oh, good call, Justin. That was uh do you do you know who that is? Uh no. Um Bam was on Cumtown and his handler, Vinny, was a just a great scumbag. You know what? We should try and hook that Vinny, Vinny Beetle, I think his name was. Don't know. He'd be great for stuttering John. He'd be like a great stuttering John producer. <laughs> I just want that lady that kept hitting the wrong buttons back for uh for Ojeda. That's all I oh, want. Oh yeah, that's sad. She's gone. Wish she came back. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm trying to think of what else we should do today. I guess all the other stuff we have we can hold till next week, right? Yeah. Definitely. Don't want to go too crazy long here. Definitely. All right. So we'll get to the other stuff. Luis J. Gomez is going at it with a, a fighter in the kids subreddit. <laughs> Which is very funny. Jezelnik has some enemy. You know what? Let's do the Lewis one. Okay. That we'll, we'll close with that because I just think that's funny. We won't spend too much time on it, but um, Lewis was apparently talking about the fighter and the kids subreddit. And I think makes some genuine points and it kind of goes with our theme. Now, listen, I know some people might take this out of context, given the fact that I am wearing a thick boy hat, <laughs> but um, I do think like we've gotten to the point where you've made your point about Brendan Schaub. Everyone gets that he's not, well, everyone gets that he's a great comic, but, you know, maybe is uh, overly praised. How's that? Mm-hmm. Um, so we all get the point that you're making on Reddit. It's now where it's like a little overplayed. 
And I think that's the point Luz is kind of making here where he's gotten into it. Apparently uh, the fighter and the kids subreddit has turned on him a little bit. But now, see, this is all turned into this whole thing has now spawned into the homeless cats, the fighter and the kids subreddit. They're fucking furious at me. Why you? <laughs> Did he mean to say feral cats? <laughs> No, the homeless cats. That's the fighter and the kids subreddit. Is it really? What they call themselves the homeless cats. They're all residents of PF Chang's. Oh, oh, all right. What are you a fucking idiot? What are you born yesterday? Come on. Yeah, I usually go. Eh? Nah, I'll, do, I'll look at it tomorrow. <laughs> uh, this guy. Sorry, guy. This guy sounds like a real PF Chang. You know what I'm saying? God damn it. Sorry, fellas. God damn it. <laughs> because one of the guys that trolled me um, had Luke Thomas as his profile picture, nice. right? And Luke Thomas is an MMA journalist. He's an okay. MMA journalist. Yep. Yeah. And the guy said something to me at one point. He was like, he's like, dude, you're fucking like Brendan Schaub. And when somebody says that to me, I'm like, you're just fuck. you're just showing your ass. It reminds me of back in the day when somebody would be like, you're fucking Opie. You're like, dude, like, how are you not more embarrassed if that is like your frame your, of reference? That's your yes, thing. Fully like, agree with you- that. that. It's like cringeworthy when you bring Brendan Schaub into an argument. It's like if on Kirk's show, I was like, oh, you're being such a stuttering John right now. Where it's like, they don't know what the, like, I mean, Kirk knows who stuttering John is, obviously. But he doesn't know, like, the reference that I'm making. Right. So it's like, you're trying to bring the thing you know into, like, regular, when it's such an obscure thing. And it kind of shows that you have no life other than that, this cause that you've taken up in bashing Brendan Schaub. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, like I go on with Royce. Uh, on Daywave, I haven't been on in a while. I should go on again soon. But uh, we'll we'll just bash people. And Royce isn't randomly like, oh, this is so Brendan Schaub of him. It's like he has other interests and other frame of reference. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. When your life is so consumed by this that your attack on Luis J. Gomez is again inserting Brendan Schaub into something. Right. That is a very, it's a loser mentality. For sure. I mean, he continues here. Your frame your, of reference. That's your thing. Like that's you. You have a a picture of Luke Thomas as your profile that's picture. Luke Thomas, because he had a beef with Brendan Schaub, so they called okay. him the 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 fucking the CEO of PF Chang's or you know the top chief homeless cat or whatever else it is. So I was like, and so I made the point. I was like, dude, you're a fucking loser. You're using another man's profile picture as your thing. I was like, just because your entire life is a fighter in the kids subreddit, right? So I that's tweet exactly that at him. Right. Where a lot of those guys are really funny on there. Like mm-hmm. the fighter and the kid subreddit can be very funny, but where it loses me is the line. It's a fine line where there's a lot of guys that are just on there. Cause it's funny. And then there's a lot of people that are on there. It's their entire life. Right. And they actually are like devoted to the cause of ruining Brendan Shaw. And that's where it's like, well, those people are fucking losers. And that's where it gets like too crazy for me. I do enjoy you wearing that hat while doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm campaigning on Brendan's behalf. <laughs> They've picked up on it now and they're fucking not happy. They think Uh-oh. that I'm attacking them. I'm not attacking. Let me make something very clear. Cause they're going to see this. This yeah. will be up in an hour. Ready? <laughs> I'm not, I don't care about you at all. I, I love the fight. I, I, I lurk the fighter and the kid subreddit. I think it's kind of funny. Yeah. However, can I say, I just it, love that Lewis admits that. Yeah. Because so many comedians are like, no, ooh, no, what's that? The two guys I've heard completely admitted are uh, Lucia Gomez and Dan Soder. Uh, they were talking about Schaub one time, and Soder goes, yeah, I'm a homeless cat. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so I love the people. Like, there are so many people that pretend they're, like, above it. Right. But secretly 
are all about it and look at look at it nonstop and love the hate. Lewis just freely admits it. That that I do respect. Always has. Yeah. Your entire identity is that subreddit. You're a fucking loser and you should actually eat a bullet. That is crazy. If you are making your profile picture other men because they made fun of Brendan Schaub, you are a fu- like as yeah. bottom of the fucking barrel as it gets. That is way more of a fucking loser than Brendan Schaub, right? No comedians think Brendan Schaub is funny. <laughs> it's boring to say that. Whoa, whoa, point. whoa, Lewis. <laughs> That's too far. <laughs> I feel like this How is some you make a blanket statement like that. This is like a backhanded compliment inbound, I think. <laughs> Can I tell you what's great? Is that Lewis is running a festival that Brendan is going to be headlining. Yes. <laughs> he openly says no comedians think Brendan's job is funny. That's great. That's why I love Lewis J. Gomes. Brendan's job is funny. <laughs> it's boring to say that at this point. Why do we need to fucking say like that's the thing? Like I, I'm not. I can't be. I can't just hate on a fucking comedian because there's a subreddit that hates him so fucking much. And if you don't trash this guy, now they fucking hate you too. That is fucking whack. That's as whack as it comes. And I think they got the the Legion of Skanks subreddit banned. Oh, oh that's where some of it comes from. But <laughs> he's, open making, with that. <laughs> he's he's making a a great point where it's like. Hey, by all means, make fun of Brendan Schaub all day. But the the thing I don't like and that turns me off about that subreddit is that like they have all these rules that they follow and it's become its own world and they get angry at other people that don't perfectly align with them. That's where it's it's just fucking lame. Right. You know? Right. That's where they made a cool, funny thing kind of lame at a certain point. And that's why I'm trying to turn this Brendan Schaub train around, baby. We, we're getting good publicity about it. I think Brendan, I think Skankfest will change Brendan Schaub. I hope so. He's nah. going to, he's probably going to go there with, he's going to at least try to make some of like his more edgy yeah. shit. I Do imagine. I have the guts to wear my head and jersey there? I still haven't quite decided. But I mean, I feel like you have to, you have, you have the cane though. So you're safe. No, no, the homeless cats won't attack me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's true. Um, so, do you want to go to the hack ride video? Yeah, let's play a game. Let's play a game after I type out oh, what time it I, is. I, I, I should, <laughs> I should uh, mention here, and uh, shame on me for not mentioning it sooner. Apparently, um, Jerry Seinfeld's lawyers have contacted Hack Ride. Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> now. You people might ask, uh, if I were to go along with this, you might be asking, well, Mike, why didn't they take down your videos? <laughs> As you're the one who played them. And all I can say is, it's Hack Ride that they went after. Yeah, it's me It's me keeping them at bay, actually. This is where I thought, like, I was in a weird thing with Hack Ride, where um, he mentioned something to do with this with me. And I said, like, oh, yeah, yeah. I- I'll like play along to an extent, but like we have to, you know, it is my show. Not focused. You know, not trying to remember that. <laughs> completely on this. And he got a, uh, he got like super mad. I think he got like really mad. Unless I'm misreading him. I think he got like really mad at me. And that's why I had to like keep checking in with him. I'm like, is everything okay? And then I think at a certain point he was like, ah, I've had a tough week. So I was like, oh, okay. That's where this all comes from. So I hope everything's all right with Hack Ride. But like, I'll go along with anything he says. I just don't like when he's like, he like talks down to me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. <laughs> He's just from California. That's all it is. That might be it. Now, if he apologize, what what I expect that when I'm done with this show, what I expect in my inbox 
is, hey, sorry, bro. I'm just from California. It's how we talk. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> no, Hack Ride's great. But yeah, I guess, I mean, Jerry Seinfeld's going after Hack Ride and trying to take him down. Oh, no. So there is a new, like, I think Jerry might be taking a break from the program for a little while. Maybe. So uh, it's, I, I think there's a replacement. Jerry, someone has to obviously fill in for Jerry. Jerry Lewis <laughs> was doing it for a bit. But, you know, he's a bit of a grump. I like uh, there, there was someone that was angry with me, and they're like, you know, you make fun of, like, Tom Myers. What about these hack ride bits? I'm like, I don't know. I have fun with them. <laughs> I like them. What the fuck are you angry for? <laughs> we give you two and a half, three hours, and then if you don't like hack ride, you can turn it off for fuck's sake. We'd yeah. say it every week. Yeah. But there are still a couple people angry out there. And you guys could talk all about it if I forget who said they were going to start the Discord, and I don't think I've seen it yet. Oh, I Come Bucket started the Discord. Oh, it did happen? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if it's popping yet, but he did, uh, in fact, start a Discord, apparently. Hey, I Come Buckets, why don't you send me the link? <laughs> yeah. But uh, let's see what Hack All right. Ride. So, yeah, there's a, a, there's a new Jerry in town. Let's see who's filling those shoes with Hack Ride. Oh, it is good to see you, Blind Mike and Craig. What Hello. a busy week. Hey, buddy. Carl versus John. Carl versus Kevin. Kevin versus everyone. Tom Myers versus yours truly. <laughs> we are definitely in the most entertaining possible timeline. <laughs> I most likely will be sleeping when you play this, as it was some ginger's great idea to start the show live at 7 a.m. Pacific time on a <laughs> Sunday morning idea. after a night it of boring and illicit I said one. Jesus Craig, who's the old man now? Did you also read your funnies in the paper today, Grandpa? <laughs> and yes, Jerry is still missing. And also very litigious. So we are going to just take a break with Jerry for a little bit. And I beg you not to tweet him at Seinfeld asking for forgiveness for the demon. No. Using yeah, AI pause for a Jerry. second. That's important. Don't message Seinfeld a bunch and mention Hack Ride because he's going to know what you're talking about for sure. Right, right. So do not and do then, that. And he's going to get him angry. So don't do that. Yeah, don't, don't do that anywhere. Yeah. And it is Craig, you know, throwing his dick around again. I was like, uh, can we start at one? So Hack Ride can kind of be a little more part of the show. He's on the West Coast. And Craig was like, fuck, I think, I think, correct me if I'm wrong here. Fuck Hack Ride was the quote. I, I, yeah, that's crazy. Cause I was like, man, I could do one. And you were like, I can do 10. <laughs> I, see, I don't remember it that way. It's weird. I remember. And then you said, I'm going to ignore Hack Ride's next three messages. Watch what happens. LOL. LOL. <laughs> that, that, he's kidding. <laughs> don't message me about it. He's joking. To say some very naughty things. <laughs> Don't do that. No, anyway, please, enough no. of me. Hell no one came here to see me. Sound effects it's time to play a game. And to host the game, I would like to welcome back to the land of the living, with the help of some of my demonic powers, a man-child all of us miss terribly. So let's resurrect him in the most respectful, legacy-protecting way possible as a Kuatu-like demon monster sprouting of the chest of a real demon. Okay, give me a second, folks. So ridiculous. The great Eric Zachter and I have come back from the dark place at this time. I got a lesson here. We're not the Dabbleverse, right? Dabble versus Jason, I think. I know we've talked about it like six weeks in a row, so I guess maybe we are. But 
Yeah, but it involves one of your your co-hosts. Yeah, adjacent. I think that's a good word. Yeah, Eric, we're not we're we're not the Dabbleverse. As much as I suspect your buddy Hackrod might influence you in this clip. <laughs> now, again, I do. I, I have one question for. You. I know he hates when we pause it. Mm-hmm. Where's the Shab is Batman video? <laughs> you know. <laughs> See, I think you're uh uh was it a glutton for punishment. He's so busy pushing me around. We had it all. Shab was Batman. Ojeda was going to be Robin. See, my mic just wants those those uh, abusive texts coming through. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's get back to it. Eric, yeah. take it away. As the king of the tart, these Jake Hudson, Chad, Zumok Ray, DeVito Cucks are just diluted versions of what I was, there is an imbalance in this, and I am here to correct it. Hack ride said that I also have to what is happening? these stupid games. Do you not know Eric? Seinfeld Mind- is a little huh? bit. Do you know oh, Eric? Mind- from Stern? That's funny. Yeah. I never said I that about Jerry. Right. Jerry is great. Pause and go back. You're disrespecting Hack ride by talking over this. That's true. Um... Yeah, Eric the Midget. I, I gotta say, for the um, characters, this fits Eric the Midget's um, uh, speech pattern much better than it does a lot of other people. <laughs> Although, I gotta say, I was talking to Hackrat about this. He's gonna be so angry. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> he's gonna be so mad at me. He's really gonna <laughs> no, no, say hurtful he, things he, to me. He's gonna be mad at me because this, this time it's my <laughs> fault twice. But before we continue, I was talking to him, and he goes... I, I got to be honest, when I was listening to the Ojeda interview, I heard the AI voice and I said, so did I many times. <laughs> oh, really? He was speaking in the cadence of the AI thing at some points. Really? I, yes. I don't know if I caught that. Oh, I did. As it was happening, I was like, is Hackride in here? <laughs> <laughs> That's Sorry, Hackride. I only pause when the screen tells me to from now on. Yes. Even, yeah, if, yeah. even if Mike tells me to pause it, I I'm won't. I'm sorry. We're done talking. <laughs> versions of what I was there is an imbalance in this and I am here to correct it hack ride said that I also have to host these stupid games because Seinfeld is a little bit oh, Eric, that's funny I never said that about Jerry Jerry is great you said Seinfeld was um all this face who made billions from comedy but when his Carlin moment came he ran away like stuttering John at the sump well that is oddly specific to be a lie but I will say I don't remember that Eric anyway can we get on with the game you also said if Blind Mike chose Tom Myers over you (laughs) that you would put Blind Mike's personal details all over the place. Eric, shut up! Pretty sure that was a stutter. That one I believe. See, Eric doesn't get all the context when he's trapped down in there. So, ha ha ha. Anyway, to the game, Eric. You know, the hundred clips I cut for Mike. The game. Guessing Blind Mike's obsession. Eric, lay along and get to meet Kelly Clarkson finally. That is the deal. Fine. I have been fantasizing about Kelly for a long time in the dark place. Okay. I'm certain inside. that age has turned her into the world's 
greatest beauties. And for that, I will host this stupid game. Okay, Blind Mike and Craig. Ackroyd has cut and made over 100. One minute social media clips now for the Blind Mike Project and why are you laughing? The game is this out of 100 clips. I have the top five most covered people on both shows and you have to guess who they are. Let them know about the competition part. Uh, Blind Mike and Craig will be facing <laughs> each other in this game of guessing. The fuck is Who that? has the total amount of clips? Whoever's right gets a point. Hey, chat, please keep track of that. Tell them what the loser gets, Eric. Would you shut the fuck up? <laughs> Jesus Christ, I was getting to it. The loser of the game will be the first guest on Watch This with Hackride and be forced to watch 15 minutes of whatever Hackride wants them to <laughs> and quiz the week after. Eventually so this is true. I, I did agree to this, by the way. I'll do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I think we'll post it on Patreon. So that is... True. The loser of today's game, if there is one, or maybe we'll, if we tie, I guess we'll both do it. I don't know. We just both do it. <laughs> but uh, I said we'll do a bonus segment with Hack Ride on Patreon. I like it. We just do it anyway. But have sporting I fun. Probably now. will. But yeah, it's <laughs> fun to have a game involved. Patreon. Sounds gay. Looks like someone found a way to make Mike watch absurdist comedy after all. <laughs> also, these clips do not know what mine's gonna be. the Ojeda interview clips. Those do not count in this game. Okay, okay fine. Mike and Craig, Ojeda. our first person was covered in four out of 100 clips. Four? Am I, am I, I and supposed to pause it? is the number five most clipped person. Who is it? That can't be right. <sighs> number five is four out of a hundred? That, that can't be right that we've only put up social media clips. Uh, the, the fifth ranked person would be four times. Um, Shauna Ray, maybe? But that can't be the top, top five person. I'm trying to think. This is including why you're laughing. Yeah. Dave Chappelle? Okay, I'll say Sean Ray. You say Dave Chappelle. Yeah. All right. The answer is Hack Ride. This piece of shit demon was covered in <laughs> doesn't count. That can't be. First of all, <laughs> it doesn't count, but I, was, I don't think it's true. That can't be true. Um, no maybe. Way, there's no way we pause this. <laughs> there's no way we've talked about Hack Ride more than all but four people. <laughs> I don't know. We talk about them quite a bit. We don't put the clips out there. I don't know. I don't see them anymore. Uh, That's sweet of you. <laughs> they're already they're already posted. I, I, Craig doesn't follow our fucking <laughs> social media. I, I do. I do. <laughs> if either of you correctly answered that is no. one point for you. If not, ha ha. No, you did not. Okay. The number four most clipped person appeared in five out of the first 100 clips, who is it? Five out of the first 100. Hmm. Well, I post these, so I probably have a pretty good grasp yeah, this, on it. This, this is an unfair battle here. I'll say that fan, because we've talked about him on both shows. I feel like we've there's been more than four clips or five clips of him, though. Ah, 
You're now we're just right. now we're just working together. <laughs> <laughs> we both well, really want to be so crazy. There's no way he's number five. That can't be true. That can't be true. We talked. About, we've I've posted more clips about Joe Rogan than Hack Ride. I think. I'm gonna. I'll say. Chappelle's got to be on here. Okay, you're gonna go Chappelle again. Well, we've done. Uh, one of his specials and Chappelle's show on Why You Laughing, right? Yeah, but he wasn't around for those clips. Oh, I thought he was going back. No. Oh, no, I got to change my, my tune then, my tune ski. Yeah. Uh, then maybe Shauna Ray is probably, she has steal to be my, on this Steal list. my answer. All right, I'm going Dat Fan, you're going Shauna Ray. I think Dat Fan's higher on the list. Okay. This guy sucks. He sure does at number four. With five out of 100 clips, the answer is that fan. Ah. Okay, make sure to add a point if you got that right. I am sure you both are scoreless at this point. Not Next so, Eric. Number three, most covered in the first 100 clips eh, with six clips. Who is it? Okay, well, again, six, six doesn't seem right, but I'm going to, the top three, in my opinion, has to be Delia Shaw and Ojeda. Correct, but Ojeda doesn't count. No, he said the recent clips of Ojeda don't count. I think that was a ruse. Oh, I, I feel like he'd still be number one then. Yeah, I'm going to go with Chris oh. Delia. And I'll go Shaw. Okay. The answer is with six out of 100 clips, the number three most covered person is Alec Baldwin. Oh, Going duh. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, that, duh. See, that makes sense. Yeah. I forgot about that guy. Yeah. By the way, this has to be the most boring. People are like, why do I care? <laughs> uh, the chat actually seems to love it. And oh, good. All right. Good, good, some good. J- JT had the right answer in the chat. I didn't see that. Oh, good. People are participating. Yeah. No, they like I didn't this. know it was just us sucking our own dicks. Like, we do talk about um, Crystal Leo a lot. Super chat from Joe Black. Blind Mike rules forever. This is awesome. So oh, you're the man. So it's working. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> This is also the most fun game so far. <laughs> it, well, I, it's the mo- it's the most game game so far. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're actually competing against each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ouija says uh, not enough curb stomping. Answer. <laughs> remember what is on the line here. Hacker could show you anything. Just fifteen minutes of pure torture. You will never get back. <laughs> I've seen it. It isn't pretty. Okay. The number two covered person in the first. Yeah. Hundred clips with seven clips is. Alright, I'm gonna go Ojeda here because I'm thinking that the first comments were uh, misdirection. And I'm gonna go Shab. I think Ojeda is one. I'm gonna go with Shab for. Uh, it's gotta be Shab. It's gotta be. If you answered the slobbering buffoon known as stuttering John Melendez, really? then you got yourself a point. At this that makes point, sense. Oh, you know, because we did, I think one week we did like an hour and a half. We did a couple weeks in a row, we did like over an hour on him. So that makes sense. That's true. It should have a point. So I'm, I'm not just wasting my time here. Calm down, big guy. We are almost done. I will give you some Diet Pepsi gum when all this is over. Whatever you say. Inside. And mm. finally, the number one covered person in the first 100 Hack Right 
social media clips for Blind Mike with nine out of 100 clips Blind Mike and Craig who is this king or queen of the network so 10% basically of Hack Rides clips it's gotta be Shawboro Jetta I'm going to say... By the way, I can't believe... So either Shab, Ojeda, or Dalia, two of those people, we haven't covered more than Hack Ride? Yeah. That, that's a commentary on Hack Ride's clip-taking. Maybe a little less self-indulgence, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be right. I'm going to go with Tom Myers. No! I'm going to go with him. You think? I don't know. I'm saying something new. <laughs> I, <laughs> it's got to be. It's a, it's a getter shop for sure. Definitely. I'm going to go with our king, Brendan Shop. Yeah. We all know who the king around these parts is. Your winner today with nine clips out of the first hundred is one army major Richard Ah, Okay, you two retards total (laughs) up your scores. One nothing, Mike. (laughs) A loser if there is a tie I would ask the chat to vote on who was more convincing in their answers and who copied like a cheating little shit. Yeah, whatever. You promised me a visit to the bunny ranch. I think you I think he's going to explain what Craig well, left the red piece of shit. What I did what? I think he's about to explain what you have like there, there's I know for me he mentioned like putting some, but I think we have different things. Mm. So I'm curious what he's going to make you watch. Interesting. I didn't come all the way back to Earth to not visit Air Force. Amy's asshole, you prick. And let's see what the loser gets to watch with Hackride. If blind Mike lost, he will be watching. I think you should leave That's episode not one fair. season three. <gasps> and if Craig lost, he will be watching. 15 minutes of hardcore transsexual midget Metallica theme porn. I don't like that word. Guys, you're going to want to subscribe. Anyway, congratulations, losers. Okay, folks. Well, it looks like little Eric needs a They're not the same thing. I want to thank you for watching The Blind Mike Project. And to make sure to follow me, Hackride, on YouTube, where I am up 60 followers from last week. A whole 60. From a show with thousands of listeners and viewers. <laughs> Honestly, two better people. I mean, it takes literally five seconds. So let's be better fans, eh? Go to Hackride. Subscribe. I just want to say fuck Kevin Brennan using looking into a camera with a blotchy red face and yelling at chatters is something new. You think you <laughs> invented that? You probably don't even know of, of Johnny Frado's social club. You don't know your history and you're doomed to never be more than a uh, shadow of what I could have been. Also, your brother looks like a bug. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. We will see you later. And make sure to check out the 100 clip Hack Ride special. Still TBD where it will be airing. Really, it's up to Blind Mike. If it isn't here on the Blind Mike channel, it will be on my Hack Ride YouTube channel. Thanks, everyone. Fuck off, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Well, thank you, Eric and Hackride. I appreciate Hackride sticking around for the game to coach Eric along. I know. He's holding him. It looked like he was growing out of his chest. <laughs> well, that, that was definitely the most game game we've played. Definitely. And I think you'll have a lot of fun with Hackride watching... Metallica, Metallica themed, yeah, <laughs> Metallica themed transport. I think your whole world's about to open up. I think that's going to really do you some good. <laughs> Just not, not. And then you could bring it to Jerry's show. Hey, Jer. Yeah, you're not going to believe what I saw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop it! I'll tell him what I watched, and he'll fire me. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well, thank you, Hackride. I'm sure I'll be scolded after the show. Probably. But he does great work. And go follow him, for God's sake, guys. If you're watching right now, go follow him. I think it's just add Hackride, right? A Hackride. Hmm. All right. I believe I on Twitter. Hackride on YouTube. Oh, oh on t- I thought you were thinking, thinking Twitter. Yeah, no. Well, follow him on Twitter. Follow him everywhere, for God's sake. Follow Hackride. He's a good egg. Yeah. He does damn fine work. And all he asks in return is a little, little promotion every once in a while. He doesn't even ask that. But that's what we're giving him. That's right. So. <laughs> that's right. <sighs> all right. Another long one today, huh? Oh, yeah. We're in the business of these three-hour podcasts. I know. I know. Yeah, these, go, these are much easier to pull off on a Friday. Oh, really? Have I uh, jammed you up? I assume. I don't know that for a fact yet, but I guarantee that I, I had the uh, kids for the last three hours. <laughs> you know, you should go in with that energy. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, did you have the kids? <laughs> See how it goes. <laughs> uh, was your day bad? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just had fun. (laughs) Guys, if you want the hottest, edgiest Jonah Hill takes, (laughs) make sure you go to verygoodshow.org. I need to go back and listen to that segment. If you're ready, because it's going to blow your fucking balls off, what Craig said about Jonah Hill. Yep, I'm sure it was. I don't remember what it was, but I'm sure it was fucking huge. And there's there's some meetup happening, is that right? Yeah, we're going to see Scott Stapp, uh, singer of Creed, uh, at some um, um, like apple pie jam festival what <laughs> he only, he's not in creed anymore so now he basically only performs at like bacon jam festivals and like those kinds of things so we're going all right we'll go have a slice of pie and talk to craig yeah. I guess. yeah we'll have fun it's in falmouth massachusetts august 12th all right well support the very good show boys oh i heard an interesting story about your buddy tim mm-hmm. uh you guys ran into Justin recently, is that right? Justin, I wasn't there, but Justin showed up to um Oh, okay. Matt's show. His oh, then you might not know this. Maybe. So Justin runs into the these guys and uh, he's talking to Tim for a while and he goes, uh, you know, I actually knew Blind Mike before uh like before he did Kirk's show. And Justin was like, oh, you know him from like when he was an intern at Barstool then. Which is the correct answer. That would be the only other way. You either know me because of Kirk or Barstool. That's the only possible option. Mm-hmm. If you knew me pre-fucking 2018. Um, and, but Tim says, no, that's not the case. Are you aware of this? No. <laughs> he goes, I know him from sitting in the background of Legion of Skanks shows. Is he fucking with you? I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll get to tune into uh, VGS live at eight tomorrow night where I get to the bottom. It never of this. happened. I've never been to a live Legion of Skanks taping. Yeah. Where I've sat in the background. 
I'll figure it out. That's a weird one. I've never heard that, so I think Justin could be fucking with you. And well, I don't know. Why would Justin tell me this story? I don't know. Why he would, was like, why would Justin was, randomly like, like, text me about four hundred sex slaves? That just happens. <laughs> that's a fair point. Uh, Justin said that he's like, "Are you sure you're not thinking like because they uh, Legion of Skanks is an intern gay blind Mike?" And Justin was like, "Is that what you mean?" He's like, "No, no, no. Mike used to just like sit in the background, and that's how I know him." Is it a dig at me? I have no idea. Oh, no, definitely not. I don't understand it. But yeah, get to the bottom of that. I will. Reason to go listen to a very good show, huh, yeah. folks? Yeah, live tomorrow night, 8 o'clock. Report back to me, because I don't <laughs> really care what Tim's answer is, but I am somewhat curious. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, I mean, more importantly, if we're being honest, pay the bills here, for Christ's sake. Go to uh, blindmike.net. Um, we, you can subscribe to the Patreon, but like I said, you don't need to. You support the show enough just by subscribing to all the free links, whether it be Apple, Spotify, Google Play, all that. Um, links for Blind Mike Project, who are these socials, and why are you laughing are all available at blindmike.net. And uh, you can find our YouTube as well. If you're watching live on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. You can become a, a member. You can buy gifted memberships for people. So if there's someone who you've been telling, check out the Blind Mike Project, and they've been dragging their heels a little bit. Uh, you can get them a gifted membership for a month and they can choose whether or not they like it after that. Um, so check all of that out. Like I said, we're, we don't, I don't even really know how it works fully. So hopefully we can get everything on there that we want to. We already know we can't do Quincy. So hopefully it's not an issue with the, why you laughing stuff? Uh, but we will figure it out in due time. Um, but support the show. Blindmike.net is where you can do all of that. Mm. And uh, go subscribe to hack rides, YouTube subscribe to a very good show. Support the boys, for God's sake, will you? The boys. Shout out, boys. And, uh, and that's it. We'll talk to you guys next time. And we have a mean transition. Sappers clear the way. Everyone all the way. If I tell you you've got a homicide, buddy, you've got a homicide. I hope to hear from you soon. I am proud to own the Trumpy Bear, and I will always be proud to be an American. Until then, have yourself a great day, and as always, rock on. Stop the baloney, huh? What kind of statement is that? I wrote it. One of my favorite players to cover when he was here was Mike Vrabel. Tell me a Mike Vrabel story. <laughs> Piss on him. All right. 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 All